Yeah, and um, he um, he goes a little bit psycho on Natalie Portman, and she's like, "The fuck!" I'm like having two twins, right? I'm having twins, right? I think that was the exact line too. Yeah, and <laughs> she was like, "You need to calm the fuck down," and he was like, sure. "Never." Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to our Rise of Skywalker special, our movie blues Star Wars special. We haven't thought of a punny name yet. The Dandelorian. The Dandelorian. <laughs> if only it was just about that. Yeah, but, it's uh, about everything about that. It's not going to be. Um, so this is the Star Wars special, and um, as is such uh, for a special, we brought in some very special guests. Um, my wife, Rachel, is here. Say hi, Rachel. Hi. And Dan, you want to... Introduce your significant other. And my significant other, Kat, is here. Hello. Um, so yeah, this is our first double guest special. Yeah. Um, and the best part about this is I've brought in a Star Wars expert. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> yeah. um, I searched the galaxy far and wide, and I found the one girl who had never seen Star Wars before. Um, so before The Force Awakens um, came out, we watched all of the movies um, to varying degrees in, of success. Um, so Rachel's only seen the Star Wars movies one time. In what order did you watch them? Um, we started with the original trilogy, um, you know, the old ones, and then we moved to the prequels. Yeah, as one does. Um, as one does, and then that was like the only thing that existed back then, so. Yeah, it was much easier. It's kind of where we, uh, hit the brakes, but, um, to get everybody back on topic and to get ourselves caught up with the mythos and lore of this amazing series, my expert Rachel of Rachel's <laughs> Review Corner. Um, I don't know if anybody's still uh, clamoring for more of that, but she's got some new installments coming out for our next season, um, which will be starting this year. But um, as for right now, we're going to talk about the Star Wars movies. We're going to go through very quickly, or <laughs> as quickly as we possibly can do anything in this podcast, but we're going to go through the uh, Star Wars movies one at a time. Uh, Rachel is going to fill us in on what happened in, in those movies. <laughs> How do you feel about uh, this coming into it, Rach? Are you feeling prepared? Um, there's one thing about me. It's that I watch movies and then I like have amnesia about them. Like I don't remember anything about them, what their title was or what they were about Like very shortly after. So Rachel's going to use her like <laughs> car accident brain to recall, uh, <laughs> to, to recall the harrowed tales of Luke Skywalker and his many minions. Um, and we're going to start with... Um, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to her easy here because I know how she feels about the prequel movies. So we're gonna start chronologically. We're that's gonna start with say. the prequel movies. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, to, that's, that's the only way you could hear the entire tale of Star Wars. To start that off, we're gonna start off with Star Wars Episode One, the title of which was Rachel. Well, I'm looking at your <laughs> notes, so the Phantom Menace. Okay, well she cheated wow. on that one, but um, you don't look at my the host's notes. I didn't yeah. mean to. That I'm bit sorry. will work next time. We did not explain all the rules to my wife. <laughs> um, so Rachel, what right, happened in the Phantom Menace, 1999, directed by George Lucas, Episode One? Okay. Okay. Um, Anakin was a young boy. Correct. 
And, <laughs> um, there was Yoda and two other main characters who were okay. in the force. Very good. No, that's pretty good. Okay. okay. And um, <clears throat> they sensed some, um, maybe some of the force and or I could be making this up. Something about Anakin wanted them to be, they wanted to bring him in. And, but then, like, at some point, Yoda was like, I don't have a good feeling about this Oh, kid. my God. She is, like, she's, she's carrying <laughs> as, the ball right now. As we know, I love the prequels. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Rich is an expert on the prequels. So you're talking to, like, love pretty Anakin. much like a scientist when it comes to this kind of thing. <laughs> Loves Anakin. Okay, so, um, yeah, I think, so in the honestly, first that one, was the yeah, entire they, plot of The Phantom Menace. They yeah. go on adventures, and th this kid, Anakin, has a lot of potential. Oh my god. Yeah, I, you could not ask for a better summer yeah, than that. That's literally um, a movie. I, I would give you some <laughs> trivia questions about it, but I honestly think you just nailed that one. So yeah. we're going to let you have that. Yeah, there's there's no point in asking the questions um, if you know she's going to get them. What is everybody's, uh, we call them the Golden Gun Review. It's out of a 10 scale. What is everybody's rating for Star Wars Episode 1? You don't have to rate these, Rachel. The fact that you remember them, I think, is blessed enough, but you can give your number if you want to. Give them. Um, Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Okay. Wow. I'm going to give uh, The Phantom Menace a 7.5 out of ten. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you want to go, Kat? Um, sure. I'll give it a solid seven. Nice. Okay. All right. I gave uh, The Phantom Menace a 6.7 out of ten golden guns. Oh, okay. That, that's a seven. little lower than I thought you were going to go. Now, is that adjusted since having seen the movie we just saw 20 minutes ago? Yes. Okay. Oh. Interesting. But, but by like, what did you adjust by like it point to? Two. You adjusted down. Yeah. All right, I see what's happening here a little bit. Um, so, um, I, I guess what I want to say about The Phantom Menace is that I saw it when I was a kid. I was mystified by it. It was like the best special effects ever. It was the best of everything. We all wanted Star Wars. The feeling in the community of Star Wars was like totally insane. Everybody really wanted to see it. I know a lot of people were mad about it, but um, for my generation, I'm speaking kind of for everybody in the room here, it's a pretty magical experience. And it started a whole new world of Star Wars that really didn't exist out of the original movies. Whether it was a good choice or not, I'm sure there's things that could have been walked back. Didn't you say people Jar -Jar didn't Banks. like how far back in history, like to Anakin being like a child? Yeah, I mean, people, people? Uh, one of the things I always criticized that film for was that I always thought that the prequel trilogy, as it were, should have started with Anakin in his teens. I mean, I, I didn't really... Um, Topher Grace, who's a huge nerd and who's from that 70s show, has re-edited the prequel movies into one cut. And it's actually really compelling and really cool. And it includes like almost nothing from Star Wars Episode One, because to be honest, it is almost inconsequential what happens in most of that film. Not a lot is moved in that one um, other than what Rachel just said. They kind of find Anakin. He's got potential. They bring him to Yoda. Yoda's like, huh? And then they kind of move on. Um, <laughs> but so, we've talked before that the reason I like those movies is all the like governmental backstory of it, which yeah, is what I mean, everyone hates about it. But uh, I, George I think... Lucas defended like having Jar Jar Binks in it because it was a kids movie, but it was the most complicated fucking children's movie. Yeah, I've yeah. Ever seen. I mean, it's it's very I bureaucratic. Know, I didn't know what a Senate was. I had nothing right. to relate that to. I was like, what? Yeah, so I know I know Bill Clinton just got a blowjob, but I have no clue. I see. I didn't even know that. I was like, <laughs> I was eight when this movie came out. Like, yeah, so it's probably nine or ten or something. We should point out that we watched all of these movies in the last yes. 
four days. Dan and Kat have re-rinsed all of these, whereas Rachel and I, well, I wanted for the purpose of yeah. this segment. I was especially. not allowed to recap that. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'd give this girl every recap in the world. Uh, we'll but we see did a movie. do a recap of the new we, We'll see a movie on a Tuesday, uh, and then on Wednesday we see the sequel, and I still need to show her a recap. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. This was the first time that we ever that I ever watched them in chronological order, all of them. Really? Okay. Anyway. I think we did that for yeah, we did that for Force Awakens. Yeah. All right. Um, the next film was 2002's. You already saw it. <laughs> I did. You already saw the next. Nope, I didn't see it. And She's episode it. two. Wait. Oh no, that's the. Uh, the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Star Wars episode nope, that two. That was yeah. the sec. That was number five, right? Yes. Okay. Holy so. Shit. <laughs> the force is strong with her. <laughs> this episode of the, the pot already has a redemption wait, arc. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> the ride. I don't know. I got a bad feeling about this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's called Attack of the Clones. Oh, of course. Um, which is fine. Um, Great kid. Don't get cocky. <laughs> um, and what exactly happened in Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones? I'll give you a little kickoff. Anakin's like. No, I don't by- need it. I, I have ideas, so... <laughs> I have ideas! We are introduced to... This is scary, okay. Or wait, no, no, no. Okay. We meet her in the first movie. Sorry, briefly. She's attracted to a child, which is weird. Um, Natalie Portman. Okay, all right. I was real, <laughs> real fucking lost for a minute there. Okay, go ahead. And her I name knew right away, because we just talked about that. Her name... Okay. What's her name? Can um, you tell me? Natalie Portman. Okay. Queen Amidala. Was that it? I was or, so close. Or, or, really close. or her actual name, which is Padme Naberi. Padme, that's what I was trying to come yeah. up with. All right, so... I'm really, uh, really not happy that I know her last name. Anna, Anakin starts, is like a teen now, and he's like running around on adventures, and he's getting to know um, Padme a little bit more. And um, in this one, he starts to question whether or not he should be thinking about the dark side, because okay. somebody, and now I remember it's like... Palpatine, I wouldn't have known that if it wasn't involved in this movie, but anyway, the Emperor is starting to fuck with him a little bit. This movie like... really spo- spoiled the pod bit <laughs> that we watched. Uh... Yeah. Um, and he's complaining. And like the people That in the is forest... the closest you've gotten to summarize, yeah. summarizing this movie. The people I mean, in the forest are like, uh, that whole movie. we're so really not sure about him. But the guy with the ponytail is like, I believe in him. I think that's Obi-Wan you're talking about, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Wait, who's the other one? The other one died in episode one, yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn. Qui-Gon, yeah. that's... That's your boy. Yeah, Liam Neeson. Um, so, uh, that was a fairly good recap. Um, what does everybody think about Star Wars episode two, Attack of the fucking... I hate that movie a lot. It's terrible. <laughs> I seriously that hate... I no, mean. I hate this movie. Like, I don't ever, ever, ever want to see this movie. Again. I give this one a 6.8. You just pulled that out completely out of a suitcase up your ass. Why? <laughs> Well, I remember uh, it being not as cool as one and three. This is the one where he's like, oh, I hate sand. It gets in my toes and it hurts me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's All right. Classic. 6.5 from Rach. Right. 6.8. 6.8. Guess. Jesus Christ. Thank you for... I I'm going to get these uh, right. I gave Star Wars Attack of the Clones a 1.5. <laughs> wow, a 1.5. I fucking hate this movie. So, I mean, we had a conversation earlier that it's hard to give a Star Wars movie like less than a 3 solely because it's so expensive and it looks cool. And and Yeah, but I think 1.5 looks like shit too. Or I think uh, episode 2 looks episode like shit two too. Episode 2 has like it's filmed Yoda doing like, like it's filmed and Yes, so that's the only reason it's not like a zero is because of that the Yoda the scene. scene. That scene, the, is scene the rest of the movie looks like the visual version of like whatever shitty erotic fan fiction is mm. like it's like the visual version of that the way it's filmed it looks like a student film about like 
a guy of a guy fantasizing about Star Wars and mm. Anakin and Padme just like frolicking in a field and mm-hmm. oh I hate it. It's pretty upsetting. Wait, in this one, there's the little creatures too, right? No, uh, that's, that's all that of the them. I think. <laughs> <laughs> what are they called? Those little like like with the ears. Which like one? The they were in this. Yeah, the Ewoks. Yeah, right? no, no, you are so far off. Yeah, oh. that is like eleven movies. Yeah, away. But you're getting it. It's a ways away. Um, okay. I gave uh, <laughs> this movie a four point five out of ten, which is like literally like giving a homeless person a dollar. Wow. Anyway, um, wait, what about cat? <laughs> oh yeah, cat. Um. So I don't have a number picked out, but I'll give it like a four and a half five. But most of that is purely based on Padme's outfit. Fire. Her dinner scene outfit. I love her dinner scene outfit where he's like floating apples to her and she's like in this like black like Hellraiser garb. (laughs) No, you need to be careful drinking on the pod, man. Mm -hmm. You're gonna have one of your moments. You're gonna end in yourself. Uh. That's the phrase. Uh. Um uh, okay, so that that was all of our ratings for that trash pile. I fucking hate Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I hate Attack of the Clones. And the worst part of Attack of the Clones to me always was uh, okay, here comes the Clone Wars, and they don't begin until the last frame of the movie, and then yeah. the next movie completely skips them, which, yes, I know there's a Clone Wars cartoon. Yes, I have watched hundreds of hours of it. I don't remember any of it. But, um, uh, yeah, it just felt to me like a just a ballless CGI shit pile. Yeah. So I hate that movie. Yeah, I still hate that movie. Garbage. Uh, the practical mm, sets don't look good either, all three of it's them. It's not my least favorite Star Wars movie, yeah. but it's pretty The close. new trilogy, I think, is shit as a whole, but no part... Of Attack of the Clones, besides the Yoda scene, is better than any part of the new trilogies. It's horrible. Okay, people, we're going to move on. Our next film is Star Wars Episode 3, and the title of that is... I don't even have a guess. <laughs> uh, that could not fit on the title scroll, so they changed it to Revenge of the Sith. Oh, yeah. This is the one where, like, power, and, like, <laughs> do it, and, like, do it now, and, like, all the good stuff. I like this movie. This movie was, like... I don't want to ruin anything for later, but this movie felt good to me at the time. It felt like, hey, sorry about the last one. Here's, yeah. like, what you wanted. This is, like, kind of for a 14 to 18-year-old instead of a 3 to 8-year-old. Okay. I thought it was a nice adult picture with adult themes. I thought Anakin acted the best he could, despite the fact that he's a clown. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, I mean, there are classic scenes. Like, the, the whole thing about Star Wars, you look at it, it's it's a collection of great scenes. Like, the connective tissue of a lot of these movies don't matter. Like, with Rogue One, like, I'll always remember the end. With Episode Two, I'll always remember Yoda doing the little fucking pinwheel backflips. Right. Um, and, and a character being actually named Count Dooku in a serious movie. <laughs> um, I'll always remember pod racing and the minstrel show that is Jar Jar Binks. Um, and um, this one had some good stuff too. The lava shit, Mustafar. Yeah. Good lightsaber battle. The final one is is great. Upon rewatch, at the time I loved it, and I've always been under the impression that I like this movie more than I actually do. Mm. I've discovered this week because it is it does have a bunch of top shelf scenes, but the pacing of it is absurd. We were talking about Anakin's mm. Anakin's crossover from just like being mildly skeptical to a full-blown psychopath happens over the course of like 11 and a half minutes it's abs- it's outrageous it is a cavalcade of quick events that does happen that leads him to it but i, I always liked his turn in that and now i'm kind of afraid to rewatch that movie ever again i'm gonna leave that in a vault and maybe lower my score just from hearing this um. <laughs> <laughs> summarize this one yeah oh, for okay. sure 
I, uh, I think it's gonna be like a really short one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, just yeah, he he turns to the dark side, and and um, I just want to let everybody know, Rachel was so upset about him turning to the dark side. <laughs> you think that she had never like connected, like, oh, this is gonna be Darth Vader. Kind of where is this headed? I think for her it was like a pleasant romance, like some fun <laughs> racing, um, like a racist frog that talked a lot, and then, and then this third one, she was like, "I'm upset about what is happening to Anakin." I guess that means that the movie. Yeah, worked. it was effective. It's yeah. a Shakespearean tragedy. Yeah. Yeah, and um, he um, he goes a little bit psycho on Natalie Portman, and she's like, "The fuck!" I'm like having two twins, right? I'm having twins, right? I think that was the exact line too. Yeah, and <laughs> she was like, "You need to calm the fuck down," and he was like. For sure. Never. And then... <laughs> <laughs> that sums up the entire uh, prequel trilogy. Someone told Anakin to calm the fuck down, and he said never. <laughs> and then wow. He, and then he loses all his limbs. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, uh, yes, he does. He loses all of his limbs and sadly gets burnt to a crisp. Um and um, job, I, I think it was... Yeah, good. Yeah, that was fire. <laughs> Once again, right, good job, Rachel. And then he comes back from the dead and is like, yes. I mean, no, he's like, no. Yeah. Um, all right, ratings for Tight. Revenge of the Sith. Starting with me. Yeah. So I've, uh, I just looked back. I, I, I made it a, <laughs> yeah, I gave it a 6.1, which means for the first time. Wait, what? For the first time in my life, Phantom Menace. Oh, no. In Revenge of the Sith. That's my favorite prequel movie. I discovered. Dude, whoever hired him. What are you talking whoever about? Whoever hired right Hayden now? Christensen made a grave, grave mistake. Oh, man. The, the dialogue in it is Whoa. so bad. Kat, how do you feel about what he's saying right now? Do you want to weigh in on um, your thoughts on I'm this? I'm shocked. You're shocked. He didn't share that with you. No. No. There are a lot of cares. secrets, just like in Rise of Skywalker. There's lots of family <laughs> secrets getting unearthed today, guys. Is that, is that what we watched today? It's called. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would give this movie like an an eight point seven five, maybe what? Maybe catering close to a nine. What? Yeah, I think it's a great entry. I want you to rewatch this movie tonight. I've seen it in the past couple years. I rewatched with her. It's the best of the previous. I, I do That's wish I had a, a little rewatch because there's no element to it that is toxic. Whereas one and two <laughs> have elements in them that you literally have to turn your brain off and say that's not happening. Like the midi chlorian stuff, Jar Jar Binks. Those are things that yeah. don't have not gotten better with age. But the midi chlorian stuff comes out through episode oh three God, as well. I thought well. they were going to bring that up in this movie. I, I, I thought just, so as well. Yeah, they just totally... Well, we'll, t we'll talk about a couple yeah. of things that they left kind of on the cutting room floor. Yeah. But wow! I thought they were going to do as well, and they might have. Cat, what is your rating for this movie? You're scared now. You don't even know what to do. I don't know. My whole world's been You're like, who is this man I'm sleeping with? She shook it. <laughs> Holy shit, man. I've never heard anybody rate Revenge of the Sith. You said you had some hot takes. And I know. That I, is why, you I, know, I, I watched, that's why you're the, the co-host of the century. Right? I watched them back to back, man. Wow. The dialogue I mean, that's like really a stifling bad. experience, though. That might change your number solely on the fact that you cram them. Yeah, no, it was a totally different I mean, experience. Darth Plagueis? That we shit watched is awesome. them kind of yeah. like back to back for my one and only time too. Uh, I th I think I think you're making like a little like you're like having like a brain fart on this one a little bit. Did it did this change with your changing of all no. of your scores earlier? Yeah, no. it was still the same way. And you said what? Six the thing point... was Phantom Menace. I I, th I think I put a six point one. Good lord. The Phantom Menace, I feel added a lot to the world of Star Wars mm -hmm. and just the general like outside. To me, I mean, wow. but. 
Revenge of the Sith. Three was the whole point of the prequel trilogy. That was the only story that needed to be told. Sith had higher highs, but I felt Phantom Menace's... Menace was a more consistent movie. I want to make this whole podcast about just this topic. Yeah. But I think we could just leave it there and let our fans just decide for themselves. Yeah. And Darth Maul is fucking sick. Yeah. So tight. Okay. Although, Kat did point out that she didn't remember him looking so much like a human. And I, I agree with that. Okay. Well, um... With uh, that, yeah, I said it. With that extremely spicy take in the can, uh, we're going to move on to the original trilogy, um, which began with 1977's Return of the Jedi. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first movie. How would they be returning from? Because <laughs> they were from the original. You think the one that's exist. called Return? That would be like it's if Episode one. one was Revenge okay, of the. So it's it's um <laughs> the Adventures of the Jedi. That's close. Guys, The Adventures <laughs> of the Jedi, Star Wars Episode Four, came out in 1977, directed yeah. by George Lucas, um, written by George Lucas as well. So far, four in a row now are um, written and directed by George Lucas that we're talking about, but things are about to change after that. But, uh, Rach, why don't you fill us in on 1977 Star Wars A New Hope? Oh, right. Close. You're so right, close. right, right, right. Return of the Hope? I mean, it was originally just called Star Wars. Originally, yeah. for many years, it was just called Star Wars. They changed the name after mm. quite some time when they knew that they were going to make more. Interesting. Okay, Rich, what happened in it? Now, this is a generation later. Well, I do have some information based on, I know that Rogue One leads right into it. So, I know that Leia, they they all died Facts. to give them the... Uh, the plans. The plans. For the... Uh, to blow up the Death Star. Okay. Wow. So That's, by by, by so logic by logic and reason that means the plot of Episode Four right, is, is blowing up the Death Star. Good girl. Right. So Darth Vader like comes on the ship and Leia's like ah, and then but then it is it's okay and then okay. her and Han Solo and they like and they meet up and and Luke Skywalker comes in and he didn't know he had the Force and mm-hmm. the powers but he figures it out throughout this movie and he yes. goes his, on his own adventure. And the three of them become best buddies. 100%. Fucking right. 100%. You got the spirit. You got everything right. All right. What are we thinking for A New Hope? Golden Gun Rings. Damn. Starting with me again? Sure. All right. I gave Star Wars Episode Four A New Hope a 9.2 out of 10. Hmm. Okay. Cool. I'd say 9 out of 10. Cool. We're tied. I also said 9 out of 10. I also said 9 out of 10. Because it wow. invented, it invented a hundred thousand things. Dude, when they made Star Wars, imagine seeing Star Wars with no reference right, right. for what That's Star all Wars I was is. The entire time, um, and the amount of things they invented off the bat with so little money and and in so the little set time. The pieces are unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it's just incredible. Like they introduce things in a sentence that now people are making entire series and movies about. Right. There's no denying yeah, that. So whole just the world building of it is incredible. And it's rare that I have sit down and watch the first one. Usually when I throw on a Star Wars movie, oh, it's always, always been Empire. And I, and I can and say this now too. I just I it was like I hadn't watched it in probably 10 years and it was incredible the whole time. The special effects are amazing. Yeah, they're fire. I think the models and the ships and everything looks so cool. It's a perfectly preserved movie. I mean, yeah. it's it's timeless. Yeah. Um did we watch that one again? Yeah. I think we did yeah, after Rogue course. One. Yes. Yeah, right after Rogue One. We did. And nice. yeah, it that was definitely good. had more of an impact too. And just like the fact that like now that score is so iconic, but like I was watching it just thinking like, man, someone had to write this for the first yeah. time. And they also, which is very rare for science fiction films at the time, did not use any sound banks besides the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, yeah. They used they created all their own sounds for that movie, and those are sounds that are still being put in place right. today that are still being sold to shills everywhere. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. 
Um, Alright, our next film is Star Wars Episode Five, directed by Irvin Kirshner, and uh, that film is called... The Empire Strikes Back? Hell yeah, Rage. <laughs> there you go. Snaps, because people are... Because people are um, sensitive now. People are people have become very sensitive to clapping. This is a new trigger, so we're gonna try to. Are you doing like ASMR? Calm people down a little bit. Um. So, what was the Empire Strikes Back about? Rage. I would imagine like the Empire is like striking back. Fair assessment. <laughs> um, it's like you know the resistance was like continued mm. within the. Back last... then it was called the rebellion. The rebellion. <laughs> okay. Just. Okay. The, the rebellion was, he says with you know, disdain. was filming <laughs> and stuff, and they thought they had a chance, but the Empire was like, all right, we're going to continue to fight you and try and fight for our role, including Darth Vader, and we get to know a little bit more about him. Such as? The most important fact from Empire Strikes Back. Oh, we learn in that one? Mm -hmm. That he is Luke's father? Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, my Lord. So, what do we think about Empire Strikes Back? Are we starting with me again? Do we start with someone else? Uh, yeah. Why don't you ask yourself, Dan? Oh, I know okay. you're mentally adjusting your score for each one. Um, no, Empire one. Strikes Back is a 9.75. Yeah. It's about as close to perfection as you can get. Yeah. It is what's up. It's got the best shit. <laughs> it feels, if, if A New Hope feels like a 70s movie, it is profoundly an 80s movie. Whereas I think that Return of the Jedi does not feel like an 80s or 90s movie. It's kind of like a lost in time type of feeling. I, I don't really get a decade out of that, but especially if you rewatch Empire Strikes Back, it is very 80s. Um, the special effects have not held up quite as well as some of the other movies. Some of the rotoscoping and some of the like um, back projection that they do in the movies where they put a background behind somebody and like you can see these huge black lines. I know yeah. since then they've smoothed it out for further releases yeah. and stuff like that so it's not like a oh, perfect yeah. perfect film it's not like 2001 <laughs> where it's like that is a perfect science fiction film you can't really criticize the sh the special effects right. there are some things in empire that don't exactly land but i mean it is fucking so awesome and set the bar for how you can make a star wars movie a without george lucas directly in the saddle and b uh dark and adult while not being crude, yeah. Last Jedi, or being yeah. like, full of weird humor that doesn't make something adult. Um, they make these DC animated movies that I watch now, or I've been watching since I was a kid, and over the past couple of years, they started making rated R ones, um, and like that was a big fucking yeah. deal. But the only real difference was that it was just full of crude humor and like dumb gags. It wasn't like any more serious or right. for adults. Empire Strikes Back is a PG movie. Like, you don't need Anakin burning his, you know, entire right. body screaming with his skull right. exposed. Back then, you just, the most craziest violent thing in that movie was Luke getting his hand cut off. Yeah. But the emotional weight of that is, like, when you actually care about a character and see them go through peril, it's amazing how effective that is compared to seeing people like Anakin in the prequels get burned alive, where, like, you're like, okay... You know, well, Rachel felt really fucking bad for yeah. Anakin, but like, you're like, okay, this is what should be happening. Yeah, it makes like, sense. Totally deserved um, that. He made mistake after mistake. Yeah. yeah. So, Revenge uh, of the Sith, it should have been episode movie. three, two hours of you and me standing there. Going, Come on, Anakin. Come on. A little high ground. Literally choose any other option. Um. So, what are our ratings other than that? Who did not give a rating for this one? I didn't. Everyone would I guess you. I would say, like, I think, like, I just loved all the Star Warses, and I don't really remember the, the actual difference between any of them, so they're all, like, a 9. 9.5. Okay. <laughs> your your critical that. side is coming out. Okay, good. That's good. All right. Um, 
And you guys already gave yours no. for that one? Yeah. No. no. Alright, so How dare you? let's go. Alright, I gave uh, Empire also a 9.75. Great. Yeah. I went nine and a half. Y- you're <laughs> I okay. I don't know what mine are based on, though. <laughs> so. <laughs> Same. Um, okay, so uh, now we move on um, to our next um, movie in the Star Wars movies um, pile. Um, and that, uh, for me, um, is going to be uh, Return of the Jedi, and not the millions of expanded universe things that came in between, just Return of the Jedi. So, oh, I spoiled the title, but Rachel, can you spoil the plot? Of the Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Nice segue. Or Adventures of the Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Return of the Adventures of the Jedi. I don't remember much from this one. I think that is more just like of the three of them adventuring and like the rebellion just continuing to try and take down the Empire. Um, But then at the end, uh, Darth Vader like feels bad and and teams up with. Okay, I did tell you. You did tell me this earlier. (laughs) Did tell you that to give you a little leg up. Teams up with Luke to potentially kill them. Is it giving her a leg up if you immediately the second she says it reveal that you spoiled them? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, this won't be my fault. That I would not have remembered had you not told me earlier. Fair enough. It just like you know. Then at the end they were like, let's go on more adventures and like help the. The universe and those adventures um would continue about 30 years later yes they're um, the star wars in question so uh what do we all think of return of the jedi dan 9.5 is that the same you gave empire no i gave 9.75 okay um, i uh it, it okay. might it might also be 9.75 yeah, this is the first time like where i've ever one. enjoyed watching jedi as much as i've enjoyed watching empire and while i think the first half is way stronger i think it's the best first act of any of them it's, it's great dude, it's like a nice heist movie yeah, mixed in it's super dark it's the jokes all land they're like less forced than the previous one and the second half or maybe the last third gets a little weak but overall i loved it it was a wild ride would recommend zero out of ten cat <laughs> <laughs> i'm just going a solid nine out of ten on this one okay what did you give empire Nice. These all make sense. We're, yeah. all, we're all having really good yeah. consensus. We all right agree now. that the original trilogy is an exquisite trifecta. Yeah, thank God we didn't fuck that up at least. <laughs> Rich, all nines? Nine. Okay, cool. Um, Nine. So, <laughs> so that feels right. Now we'll like move on to a different world, a galaxy yeah. far, far away owned by Walt and his Disney's. Um, the, the adventures of Star Wars. The adventures of your wallet flying out of your pocket <laughs> into light speed for the next foreseeable forever. Um... So, we start off with um, The Force Awakens from 2015. Don't read my ratings. Are you cheating on my ratings, too? No. Are you making numbers out of my numbers? No, absolutely not. Okay, I'm watching you for now. You're on watch. Um, so, originally... Oh, I, I didn't need you to do the plot, though, then. No, I, I'm not doing the plot. Oh, okay. I'm talking about my opinion. Originally, oh. you and I both didn't love this film. We, we didn't love it, but we very much liked I it. I enjoyed it, but I just didn't resonate a lot with the characters. I Me didn't neither. love them. No. But actually, maybe a year later or something, maybe before the next one, we right. rewatched, we re-watched it in 3D, and, and it was good. I realized I liked it a lot more than I originally yes. thought. I also feel the same way. So. It is not a movie that I really feel like I need to watch over and over again. I would give a 7.5. Yeah, I gave oh um, Force Awakens a 7 out of 10. Oh and that was 
kind of begrudging because like again My I really God. didn't the amount do... of movies you've given a 6.9 just yeah. so as to not give them a 7 out of 10 well, and you're gonna give The Force fucking Awakens a 7 out of 10 yeah I mean if other Star Wars movies are 9s and 9.75s then this surely can be a 7 for me because <sighs> if you're gonna rate a movie like Empire Strikes Back a 9 first of all rating Star Wars movies for me are it's an insular thing it's it's lives in its own bubble yeah. Where zero is Attack think, of the Clones and ten is Empire Strikes Back. No, I don't think you can take it. The lowest it and you can go it. is like a six because it's Whoa. just it's like a good story. This is Rachel's and it's opinion. Just because we're sitting on the same side of the table, I feel like you yeah. can't actually give it like such a horrible rating. You can think about if there other was horrible if there was movies. negative points to give to Attack of the Clones, I would give it. But to you them. have to understand too, Rachel, that we had years of emotional investment in it that made our opinions a little different on yes. some of these things when they happened. Whereas you. Got to rewatch all of them before The Force Awakens. So for you, it was like a wild, fun ride. For us, it was like, now nah, you have to wait 15 years them. to see a movie you hate. We finished like. them <laughs> one week before A Force Awakens. I had yeah. to wait one week for yeah, the new that movies. was it. Yeah. I had to wait like the entirety of my life for yeah. Force Awakens. So the initial disappointment um, was a little rough. The things I think they did write about it, they came up with a couple new ideas. I don't think that they ever really capitalized on them um, as we get to the next movie. That's really going to be the focal point of the conversation. But what I want to say about Force Awakens before we go on is it was a noble effort started by J.J. Abrams, who I don't think was allowed to do anything too crazy. I think that Walt Disney said, got to give people Star Wars because they feel like the prequels were this or that. And you got to just deliver what was originally so captivating about this. And for that, I think it was a noble effort. It didn't make me mad. The only thing that made me actually mad in the movie was maybe a little bit of how they handled the Ben Solo killing of Han situation. Um, but it was inoffensive, interesting start to what could have been one of the best thought out, thrilling sci-fi trilogies. It was not the best first entry, but I think that kind of like, imagine it sort of compared, to, oh, you've never seen those, but imagine it compared to like Fellowship of the Ring, where it wasn't the most exciting Lord of the Rings movie yet, but it set up the world and it put you back in it. And it was like, here's where things are going to go. It's going to get really thrilling. I mean, I think that Fellowship of the Ring is infinitely better than The Force Awakens. I'm not even trying to actually <laughs> compare those movies because I like that movie is a 10.5. I, I like felt the um, energy on this side of the table. Draw, like, no, I just had to put my credentials out. Correct. I'm just saying what they did with the movie where you knew there were epic battles coming, but they weren't going to be in that first one. And you knew there were epic revelations, but they weren't going to cram it in the first one. Granted, I know they didn't come up with the idea for the Lord. I'm getting myself in trouble here with like a real Lord of the Rings fan. I'm sorry if you're really scared, but what I'm saying is, yeah, it was a good start. It showed potential. I've always loved JJ Abrams, which is something that, not a lot of people say and people have trouble just with like with Damon Lindelof anyone that had to do anything with Lost is like a controversial character for life in the nerd community and people are always trying to take shots at JJ and Damon Lindelof people like that I think that those guys are all great I've loved what they've done with, with Star Trek I love what they did with parts of Star Wars um, so it's hard for me to trash Force Awakens um, but I will not say well, that that's I love why it I'm here. I will not say that I love it um yeah, no, I think that's Why all fucking nonsense. So I mean, so, so uh, I will say of everything upon rewatching, nothing made I mean, nothing made a bigger jump from my previous rating than Force Awakens did. Interesting. So, what was the jump? So, I've like I would say I thought that I would have given it like a two, and I I've moved it up to a five. 
Wow. You've moved it up. Yeah. As of today. All right. I don't yeah, think as we of, should as talk of this about week. I don't think we should. Oh, as of this week. Yeah. When I re when I rewatch. Okay. I, again, I think it's a, a yeah. movie that once you're stripped of your expectations, I think it, it holds a little more. The first half was killer. Killer. And the second half is abysmal. Interesting. Um, I don't fully, I don't fully agree with that, but I can't get too mad about and it. And I just, I hate, I hated Kylo Ren as a character in the first one. Yeah. Me too. I, Adam Driver. Rich, I cannot that believe that a person with that nose became a famous celebrity. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, <laughs> whoa. whoa. Okay. All right, we got some okay. sensitive uh, people on this pod. You guys can't see it or anything because we're not going <laughs> to say here. Okay. Um, Is that a juju? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Um, Force Why Awakens. I didn't like him as Kylo Ren? Because yeah. he is the guy from Girls. Yeah, he's the I sexual... I just didn't care about any of the characters in the he's first He's the one. perverted Same. clown from the first... Yeah, uh, yeah I mean... Oh God. I said elsewhere on the pod that all three of the characters could die in the first five minutes of this right. movie, and I wouldn't care. Right. Like, they could just tell a different story, I'd be that unattached. Though. Okay, That's how Kat. I felt after watching Force Awakens. <laughs> Kat, what do you uh, think about Force Awakens? I mean, I haven't completely rewatched it since I first saw it. Okay. Didn't quite make it through, but she did fall asleep. Luke- <laughs> I'm lukewarm towards it. I, I want to say that I paid to rent Force Awakens this week. <laughs> that is probably what hurt the most. Yeah, fell asleep. Kat in fell asleep. Five minutes. No, you made it like a solid like twenty minutes in. Okay. All right. And then you were you I were in and out for another twenty minutes. But still. So I want to say Kat's rating for Force Awakens is a solid question. If you judge it on the first half of the first act, then Kat's got the full scope. And what I remember That's the best part. seeing it the first time. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just lukewarm. Yeah, it kind of jumped into no like a lot of been there, done that type of feelings. Um, it, it was just but, boring as um, shit. I'll tell you what um, helped improve my enjoyment of The Force Awakens, which is the fucking movie that came after it, which was like being at my own funeral. <laughs> watching it from six feet above the sky as all my friends mourned and wept for me. Me being maybe three or four people, but uh, I felt myself die and leave my body during <laughs> The Last Jedi and everything that I had from childhood. Much, much like Luke. Like if, if much, you know, there's those memes that are like, this is my one last drop of serotonin partying. And it's like a picture of like a midget in a clown suit. Mine is like, <laughs> that was my last teardrop of childhood was snuffed out during The Last Jedi. Uh, I left that movie more cynical than I've ever been in my whole life. Like you weren't into... My eyes were glowing. Watching Luke Skywalker's weird sexual jokes? Yeah, I mean, my eyes were literally glowing yellow, like like dark gray by the time I left. Uh, It was very upsetting. Um, I actually walked out of it. My feelings weren't anger at first, and then I did what you should never do is I actually thought about it for like two seconds and was like, oh wow, I hated that movie. <laughs> like, can, I, it, can I share my review of this movie? Yes, absolutely. I thought the I thought the beginning part was great. It was a really good setup. I liked the storyline they were going with. Yeah. And what really pissed me off was when Finn and Rose, is that her name? When they went to... Who is Rose? Uh, she's the Asian... Um, oh, yeah. All right, Finn's bae. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Finn Bay, up until the movie we just saw, where she was snuffed out like the last tear of my childhood. <laughs> um, Spoilers. Finn and Rose go to the casino planet, and they have to pick up the one person in the galaxy who can decode something to save the ship that's being cornered. Yeah. Whatever. 
And they and that's when the plan just completely falls apart. They go there, they get the coder, they get thrown in jail, and this other guy's like, I can probably do it. And they're like, okay, let's go. It was like if you and had to like... And it just derailed their whole fucking plan. And from there, it was just like the lady with the purple hair was just being just blatantly stupid. Like, yeah. she was just making really bad calls just to be the antagonist. That whole movie. Codebreaker thing was like, if you had to, like, find Albert Einstein for him to explain to you, like, the theory of relativity or his, like, life or death thing, and you didn't find him, but there was, like, a guy, like, sweeping his floor, <laughs> and that guy was like, oh, yo, I, kn- I actually know that. Yeah. Just totally on my own. Um, I just happened to know that, and I'll tell you. Regardless, um, it was like, they were there on the mission, and they just, it's just like, they just gave up their mission and were like, this guy will do, and he didn't. He turned on them. <laughs> I could fill an ancient Hebrew scroll with the amount of things I hate about The Last Jedi. I could literally never stop talking about it. You could leave me down here until I rotted without water. For, I don't know, for a long I, time, I, really liked I maintained the story. that The Force Awakens was worse than The Last Jedi until yeah. yesterday <laughs> when I put on The Last Jedi. And, like, I think we walked out of the theater with me being like, that was just fine. And Kat was like, that wasn't good. Like, I was offended. I was, yeah. I was angry. Yeah. And like everyone was angry and I was like, it was fine. And then it got it to the point where you upset. mentioned a thing that happened at the end, the like important thing about Luke. And I was like, yeah. did that happen in that movie? I just like didn't remember anything about it. Blocked it out. Yeah. 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 So I, mean, I rewatch it and God, dude, JJ Abrams is just such a superior director yes. to Ryan Johnson. It's unbelievable. 100%. And I, I want to make it clear that Ryan Johnson has made some great movies that I really enjoy. And I don't know what he was smoking. And I don't know what the entire company of Disney, which yeah. is literally wrong. That's by, one like, of those we talk about movies made by committee. That's a movie made by committee. No, you're incorrect. No. Here's the most interesting thing about The Last Jedi. It is the only Star Wars movie. Even George Lucas's Star Wars movies had a very committee feel. Re- Return of the Jedi was changed entirely by Kenner, the toy company, from taking place on Kashyyyk, where the Wookiees lived, to being Ewoks, to sell toys. Um, the movies are almost always committee made, except for the original Star Wars, maybe Star Wars Episode One. Even between Episode One and Two, you can see that people had told Lucas things that he needed to hear, yeah. and he had adjusted as pursuit. Last Jedi was given entirely to Ryan Johnson. Now Disney has a core of writers who oversee anything being put into the canon. Ryan Johnson was allowed to write the entire script with no consultation. It was 100% his idea. It was executed with no interruption. It was passed by Kathleen Kennedy. And this is a company that fired the directors of Solo that changed and reshot half of Rogue One and 90% of Solo. They did not step in when Ryan Johnson delivered a script that was pretty much like, hey, you know everything that we set up in the last movie in a trilogy that is the most awaited of all time? I'm going to fucking turn all of that on its head just to say that I did it. And to me, it was a pompous movie made by a person who liked Star Wars only in a meta, secondary way, where he did not understand, J.J. understands the spirit. And the spirit is camaraderie, first and foremost. Humor, but humor that lands and makes sense in a galaxy where referential things like your mom jokes don't land because we would not have those jokes in those galaxies. The humor would be entirely different. And and, and I think J.J. understands that the humor of star wars is is kind of slapsticky it can be kind of ironic like oh there's a guy who's a giant teddy bear let's there's funny things to yeah. be said about that the whereas last jedi that are, was like, jokes down your fucking throat in like a yoga hoser's esque way they felt so fucking just like so out of place yeah. i mean yeah. so out of place that when that mom joke happened in the first 10 minutes of the movie i went into a deep place inside of myself and was like whoever wrote this does not understand 
how this is supposed to work. And JJ, with Force Awakens, I feel like he half understood it. And then because there's such a committee involved and there's so much expectations, he didn't want to do anything crazy. How is this allowed to happen? What? Just this whole trilogy? No, that like Ryan Johnson was allowed to just have. They just trusted him implicitly, implicitly. And the movie has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. The movie we saw today is a 50. Yeah, but I've never... talking about Okay, it's, it has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, but I've never heard a person in real life say a positive thing about oh, it. Oh, I know some people, uh, Sean Silva, who I'm sure is listening to this, like, furiously masturbating right now. I don't now. know who that is, but um, you are fucked. Wade. So. Wade um, loves The Last oh, Jedi. Yeah, you know what, you're right. Um, Wade there are super it. fans... Sorry, Wade, you're fucked too. There are super fans <laughs> that fiercely defend The Last Jedi. I think it is unrivaled trash. Yeah, it's bad. I think it belongs in hell and i think that if you were to take that movie out of this trilogy it would make absolutely no difference none except for the fact that you'd have to reintroduce luke at some point yeah yep uh, well you could just have the movie we watched today where instead of a ghost he's just a person yeah and he he wouldn't be a dirty old man in your head between kylo and uh and Ray, and um, Ray too. All right, I can't, I can't do any more without talking about the, the next movie. I just cannot. Wait, you got to give your rating. I'm gonna. For, that's what I'm gonna. Right. Let's give our ratings. Do you guys have your ratings for last okay, chapter? I go first. I didn't do that one already. I gave We've it. Already a, established I, that my scale. Yeah, is you were angry. angry. Yeah. yeah. I was angry. Well, your scale doesn't need to be like yeah. compared against anything. Just how you feel about it. You know. I mean. I'm gonna go like a four. Nice. I'm gonna go with three as the lowest on my entire scale. I'll give it a five. I uh, I dropped my score to a two point five. <laughs> that is lethal. <laughs> that is absolutely dude. Lethal. I don't know how I came out of that movie not despising it. I don't understand. I came out just like being as indifferent towards it as I was towards Solo, and I rewatched it. Like I turned it on last night, and within five minutes was just like I'm 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 gonna fall asleep. This is just the worst. It, none of it. Not no jokes land at all. Uh, should we do Solo and Rogue One? I mean, Rogue One, I oh, think... Solo Solo was non-existent, and Rogue One was awesome. Rogue One, I think, Rogue is... Rogue One is... That's all we need to say. The best. Rogue yeah, Rogue One, one kicks ass. Uh, if you listen to season one of our podcast, I think we mention it almost every single episode. <laughs> yeah. It's used as a metric of judging new horseshit created by these companies that is supposed after, to make you feel like a child. After I had been completely demolished by the first one and had no faith whatsoever if went me, in completely yeah, not giving a fuck and I left so that right. theater being like this was possible like yeah. they could have been yeah. like exploring it from a different angle that I've been wanting to see my whole life but didn't even really realize I yeah. wanted to see um, I thought Incredible. Rogue One was a stirring movie I don't love like love the characters or the first half an hour I think is a little scattershot yeah. but what it congeals into as it goes on is yeah. extremely satisfying. And this movie we saw today took a little page out of its book at um, moments. A couple more things to mention if ev- anybody likes Rogue One there's a new Disney Plus series that's coming out about Cassian Andor who's the character oh, with really? like the Spanish accent from Rogue One. Also Rogue One related this Star Wars video game has I'm not going to spoil who it is but Star Wars video game Fallen Order that both Dan and I have been playing separately is um, a character from Rogue One they brought him in that was pretty cool too. Um, and I guess we could talk about that game for about two seconds. Um, it's fine. I think it's just okay. Yeah. It's like, I like and the plot. moving on. It looks amazing, but <laughs> yeah. it's really good. I just like, I'm not, I'm not good at it. And I'm good at it. It's fine. It's just, it's, it's just, okay. it's, it does the thing where it makes itself longer by just making you repeat tasks, which is my absolute least favorite thing that adventure games do. Um, I don't want to run this to death because everybody else has. Six and out so of ten. Is, Fall in order. And so is the inner... Yeah, me too. Six six out of ten. Great. Just better than... Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Um, Rachel, what's the movie we saw today called? Uh, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> um, uh, the Mandalorian, real quick. Dandalorian. Um, um, just to talk about it real quick. Um, 
awesome show. Awesome show. Uh, it is not anything particularly deep. It's not anything that's going to change the lore um, that much, other than whatever's going on with Baby Yoda. But if you ever watch the Clone Wars TV show, which was made by Dave Filoni, this is also made by Dave Filoni and John Favreau, and every episode is just a different adventure. Wait, what TV show? The Mandolin. <laughs> no, I'm saying it was made by this guy who also made what? John Favreau created and wrote a lot of it, and okay. Dave Filoni, who created Clone Wars, okay, is gotcha. the executive Clone producer, Wars, that's what I uh, who has written a few episodes of it. And Filoni. long story short, it's a great adventure series. It's it's like Star <laughs> Wars fanfic porn. It's enjoyable. It's got a lot of cool elements. Nice. It looks great. It's not anything that is like. It's so different from like the movie we watch today, and it's amazing that that studio is creating shows like that and movies like this that are really different but take place in the same universe and it, the it kind of makes my head really, really cool yeah the, the music is incredible who in does Mandalorian. it uh, I don't know who does it um, but it's really unique and it has old western flair and like cool beats and like really cool melodies and harmonies and it's nice. just really cool um, and every episode ends with um, concept art over the credits of each episode and it's just cool because that's like a classic staple as you can see in front of you this is a star wars episode one uh print what you have on yours i put like jar jar banks on your side because i thought you'd enjoy that um those that's original concept art (laughs) from the movies i have a whole tin of them that was like a couple hundred dollars i got for my bar mitzvah or something um that's tight uh so art is huge in star wars and the things i love about star wars are typically the art direction and the way that it's shot and just you know to me like rachel was saying it's hard to give them a low rating because the amount of artists who aren't even the people that you're mad at like ryan johnson like last jedi looks amazing if you if you had that movie it doesn't have it doesn't have the best visuals of the series or anything but if you put it on mute i think force awakens looks better oh oh absolutely i would agree with that definitely but it's not but like this movie isn't a slouch. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's a yeah. cinematic look. I mean, it doesn't movie. look like Jane Silent Bob reboot, but. <laughs> you mean it wasn't shot on like a DV camera? <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So I think that having wrapped. Oh, Rachel's giving me the wrap it up. My producer's giving me the fucking wrap it up right now. I just really want to talk about the movie. You know, there's today. there's a natural flow to these things. Okay. Yeah, everyone should but know that we saw The Last Jedi like three hours ago and we put a moratorium on speaking about it. No one knows yes. how anyone feels about it. Nobody knows what anybody feels about it, which uh. is really weird. And we're like overflowing here. Yeah. Never a movie this big. Have I gone to and not is talked there gonna be at like, all about? Is there going to be like intense Star Wars music going on under yeah, under us? Yeah, all over. I'm going to s- switch into my uh, guy from Truman Show mode. Okay, cool. Right. Yeah, cool. Um, okay, guys, uh, that is our review of the entire series thus far. Rachel, thank you for stepping up. And, I stepped up, and I think you I'm impressed crushed. everybody. Yeah. You really, yeah. really left us breathless. I watched um, them this week and a hundred other times in my life, and probably would have said about the same things. Yeah, nailed it cool. for a bunch of cool. them. <laughs> you're a fucking nerd bro I know yeah. <laughs> especially for Phantom Menace she nailed it um, it's this fucking yeah. baby Anakin just running around being a bitch mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure um, okay uh, next up we're going to review uh, the 2019 picture uh, Star Wars so is this supposed to be Rage uh, Revenge of the yeah keep going you got it Sith Jedi <laughs> <laughs> Everybody give a hand. For, no, Revenge of the Jedi would have been a totally... Um, the for the 2019 for film, Rise of the Skywalker. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> that was nowhere near.
Well, how's everybody feeling? I'm just dying to know everyone's opinion. Rachel is dying to know everyone's opinion, but first we're going to do a couple things to get up to this, because in the movie Blues, God, it takes us a while to get to the point. Um, we're going to start with <laughs> a quick talk, really quick, guys. Like, is this supposed uh, to be spoiler-free? Under one, we're getting there. Right. Under one My minute. God. Under one minute, let's talk about our 4DX experience, because again, we once again saw a 4DX movie. Uh, the last one we did was Godzilla. Um, and uh, we reviewed it then, so we're not going to do a huge review now, but um, a couple sentences per person about it. Personally, I fucking hated it. Rachel? <laughs> um, I was sharing a little bit earlier that um, I wasn't in the best headspace to go into a 4DX. I didn't realize it till I was sitting in the 4DX theater and right. realized I was super blazed and also like kind of tired and still hungover from 2Ds earlier. Sorry, Joan. <laughs> um, um, and my head didn't feel like being spun and I had a mini panic attack also because I was super blazed uh -huh. um, but then like <laughs> 10 minutes into it when you told me be strong for the two of us <laughs> <laughs> I decided to like suck it up and like see the good in it uh -huh. and then I actually really enjoyed it for the rest of the week okay that was two sentences about 40x <laughs> by Rachel that was Rachel's review corner for the 40X experience, just curtailing, just so we can be done our clown show over here. Um, I also was having a panic attack. We came in. I did not know where to put the popcorn as the seats started to shake. Um, I immediately turned the water off. I became very sick. I thought I was going to throw up. I pictured a world in which I had to stand up for the entire movie in the wings of the theater because I was unable unable to be in those seats being thrown at that velocity during all the trailers i practiced breathing exercises while i had my 3d glasses off and my eyes fully shut i'm not going to talk about any of the trailers because i wasn't meditating during them i was very upset um i was very mad at dan most specifically for making me do this when i said whoa, whoa, i didn't whoa, want whoa, to do 40x whoa, 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 whoa. we um, agreed to do the other way those theater wouldn't let you but listen hold on, hold i, I on. calmed no, down rachel listen me. rachel became strong for the both of us um i calmed down everything turned out totally fine but i will say that there was a world in which i did not read the opening crawl because i was having <laughs> such a panic attack and the words of the crawl were just projecting a movie that everybody has been hating on for days that the entire internet is tearing apart i've seen nothing but negativity about really and is that I, true yeah hundred percent hundred percent i've been this avoiding movie, all of it this movie has been absolutely shredded by anybody who liked the last jedi is sh shredding on this oh, movie so fucking we're gonna talk about why um but uh let's not call people idiots yeah no, it was, anything, i know like and soul is va yeah, vacant yeah that's better uh people yeah. who don't understand what makes star wars star wars ignoramus um and, uh, yeah, I had a complete meltdown, and I never want to see a 4DX movie again. I can't hold my snacks, and it's just bullshit. <laughs> um, really quick, I'm just going to explain. I know I said two sentences, but I have to explain yeah, my problem. My problem with the 4DX the most is that the people who design the shakes and the moves to happen basically don't know what character you're identifying with at the time. Yeah. And sometimes things are happening where you're not focusing on it, and you're like, oh, right now I'm, like, following Ray. But since Finn yeah. is just, like, finished making a piece of toast, I have to feel the buzz of his toaster thing. Like, if I was in the room, I wouldn't feel that. If I was, you know, watching somebody press a computer button, I wouldn't feel that stab into my back. Like right, it, right. It, it just felt like it was directionless and added on, and it just felt tacked on and stupid, and I don't know how I ever <laughs> fell for it the first time. It's because we were seeing a really bad, stupid movie the first time, and, and this movie, I wanted to be paying attention, I didn't want to be distracted by, like, literally getting, like, raped. 
Yeah, you could feel all the a lot of kicks and punches like in your back, and I not once was resonating with like the character, like following. The yeah, character. Oh, that it was took me out of it. Court. Took me out of it. It's, yeah, I was, I was like, like, oh, who's... he was just kicked right now, but I was looking at that guy. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> and and I I don't know how I didn't really come to that realization until now, have, having seen this and uh, Godzilla and Spider Man in it, but. Uh, it was unfocused and it was distracting and sucked. And the, it was very windy. The smells, very windy. The smells were terrible this time. It all smelled like the same air freshener, and there was no snow, even though there were scenes with snow, and there was barely any rain, even though there were scenes with rain. And uh, what did you guys think? I enjoyed it. Cool. I, uh, I thought it was more tastefully done than Godzilla. Um, Godzilla. There were moments where I, the stabbing in the back, actually physically hurt me. See, I thought it was great. <laughs> Um, it was really focused because in Godzilla you had a character being bitten by a giant snake monster. So I was like, oh, okay, the bite. Yeah, makes but sense. I don't want to feel pain while I'm at the movie. Yeah, me neither. That's why I didn't want to see it in 40X. So. You know, I, I, I like it. It was fun. Kat, this was your first time at the 40X theater. Yeah, that's what, you what really matters. It was. So I don't have much to compare it to. Mm-hmm. I also felt that it just wasn't coordinated with what was happening on screen. Like, I yeah. wanted the movement to be more focused. And I didn't want to be being punched in the back. And if I did, I at least wanted it to coordinate with what was happening to the main character yeah. on the screen at that time. Okay. Also, I was, I was not, laughing not maniacally at parts. Not a fan of the water. Not I, yeah, a fan of I the water. I turned mine off this time. I didn't want it. I tried it. I don't want it. During a, during my panic attack, I was trying to see if there's a button that turned Did off the, the entire... Thing. I was saying to Rachel, does the whole thing turn off? Does the whole thing turn off? Um, okay. Now, um, we are going to talk about rise of skywalker but we're going to try to not spoil anything at oh, first but like I at can't... first we're going to do general impressions um even if that is one minute long um and then if you don't want to hear I it i think it should be like one second long we go rapid fire everyone in like two words they like it loved it hated it well okay no. but i'm just gonna we, put we it out there it that i can spoil something by accident i don't always know what comes out of my mouth so like sorry guys keep that in mind as you're listening to this um <laughs> uh, rachel's ready to just burst so um rachel i'm gonna let you kick things off what were your general impressions of the film we watched today loved it loved it loved it loved it yeah thought it was fantastic was extremely impressed and what would you say comparing it to the other in the, the other two entries in the disney star wars saga like the Force one. Awakens and Last Yeah, yeah. Um, this was clearly the best. Okay. And I had very little complaints about the whole thing. Okay. Okay. Do we want to do ratings off the bat? Finally. Okay, let's do Rachel. What would you say your rating of... Um... 8.5. Okay, that's kind of low. I mean, you're highballing everything. Okay, 8.5. Maybe a 9. Everything was a 9. <laughs> Everybody. Everything was a nine. Well, I actually started giving the prequels like eight point five. So I don't know why I did that. I'm gonna raise it all to like a nine point five. Okay, this guys. Was a nine. Rachel's entire rating of the Star Wars trilogy is now <laughs> risen from a nine to a nine point five. Um, with the standard being the prequel trilogy. With the standard being the prequel trilogy. All right, I'm gonna deflect myself and plead the fifth. Dan, what did you think about Rise of Skywalker? Loved it. Woo! Eight point five. Right. Nice. Loved it. Eight point five. Okay, cat. Liked it a lot. Okay. Um, eight. Okay. Hey. <laughs> I fucking love this movie. Woo! Really? I love oh, this. I thought you were seething with hatred. <laughs> I fucking love this movie. Me too. A lot. Yeah. This movie was like the most and the least embarrassing Star Wars movie I've yeah. ever seen. Um, there was a twenty-minute stretch in it. 
where I, and Rachel can attest to this, was just laughing. You were laughing. Yeah. I, about nothing, really. I was, like, having a laughing attack. <laughs> it was a, because it was a I, lot of corny love at that well, there, point. Well, we're going to get into it with the, with the spoiler section, but I just want to say that the first hour and 20 or so minutes was, like, bliss for me. Yeah. And then they started one scene after another embarrassing themselves, but, like, in, a, in an affable, enjoyable way. Not like in a Last Jedi, like oh this is embarrassing, I want to kill myself. Yeah, it was like oh you're doing embarrassing this, things. This but was it's a great cute. movie that had a small handful of missteps that made me go down to an eight point five, <coughs> but like I could count them on my hand and clearly identify what those missteps were. Whereas the previous two movies were just collectively just an abomination. I cared about Ray. Yeah. yeah, I cared about Kylo Ren. Yeah, and it like almost gives me, almost like brings me to tears Although thinking I still about don't the like, effort uh, that was expended who, to make that happen. Poe, the guy who looks like yeah, him. I liked him too. Poe po was like hot and cold the at guy times. Who looks way too much like Nick from New Girl? Yeah, he does. All right, cool, he cool, does. cool. He's like Nick <laughs> from New Girl cosplaying Han Solo. <laughs> um. My dudes, they made a Star Wars movie. Yeah, like, yeah. It actually Fire. felt, smelled, and looked like a Star Wars movie. Yeah, and, but like, and it it was for the for today. Cat it is looks shaking great. your head a little bit. No, I was cat coming around to the higher ratings. <laughs> I don't know, feeling left out because no. you liked it a lot. Nowhere in Force <laughs> Awakens. <laughs> Nowhere. It was blowing considering I was expecting to be yeah. at like a four yeah. before uh, and, we went and, in. Yeah, we both picked movie. a three point. Yeah, we didn't give what we ex- we we all gave each other our pre ratings before the movie. Oh right. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. Yeah. So Dan and Kat's pre rating <laughs> yeah. for this movie was a three. What we expected and a half to be right could get mean yeah. average. Rachel and I both said six point five. I want to check my rating. I don't know what I actually. Uh, wrote in here. Uh, I gave it a nine out of ten. Nice. Yeah. Which is Ooh. fucking high. It's crazy. It and, was... and I want to be clear about a couple. I only things. give it eight point five because I haven't rewatched it yet, and every time right. I rewatch it, my opinion changes so much. Yeah, I mean, there are things that, and there were, dude, there were a couple of moments in there that I felt were pretty embarrassing. That I was like, I was like, there's no like. Up until a certain scene that I will mention in the spoiler section, I was like, this movie's like a t- nine, nine, nine and a half out of ten, and then this one scene happened, I was like, this yeah. is about to go off the rails quick. There is a, f- a four-scene uh, string of embarrassment that yeah. left yeah. me yeah, exactly. so uncomfortable and, <laughs> and giggling, but like, again, there is no worse feeling than when I was like in The Last Jedi and things that were out of character were happening, right? Star Wars is full of cheesy, silly moments yeah. and bad wigs and, and yada yada. Uh, yeah. It's full of and ghosts and, and weird shit and things like that and funny punchlines. And the humor in this movie landed so much more correctly yeah, yeah. than the humor in the last one. The I humor laughed in the last one was juvenile. Um, in this one, it was like the humor is that we love these characters. Yeah. The humor was, and I loved all the first new of all, characters. standout MVP of the movie was C-3PO. Yeah. Who was hilarious. Like, yeah. steadily. Hilarious. Dude, I was um, I was sitting there thinking, I couldn't believe the rate of jokes coming out of C-3PO's mouth that they were getting away with. Yeah, like, he was like, the it best It was like a been. sitcom, the rate of jokes that he was spewing. <laughs> um, it was gorgeous to look at. It was full of really imaginative yeah. things. Yeah, that the CGI stuck was incredible. Um, it was a direct sequel to Force Awakens, while... Actually, here are things that people bitched about all over the internet. That A, the entire movie is an apology for The Last Jedi, which I did not think was true. I don't I think, think that's that true, but it would be justified. On multiple occasions, they referenced The Last Jedi and even visited a locale from The Last Jedi 
that was particularly cool. And they they didn't pretend like in all these reviews they're saying oh they pretend like it didn't exist. They do things. Yeah, they pick I don't up agree plot with, I don't agree they, with that at all. Um, they have characters in it. I mean, it's look. I mean, when you are making a trilogy and it's all different directors, like you're gonna have to expect that things are going to change. And if you don't have a roadmap, yeah, things are going to this change. This movie looks a thousand times better than Last Jedi. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, it was it was great to look at, and it was really just energetic and. Just this was, was the first was... one of the new trilogy that I was sitting there at like the hour and a half mark, being like, "Man, I like can't wait to see what happens. I can't, I like I can't wait to be here for another hour watching this movie." Like I looked at my mm-hmm. my clock and was like, "Yes, there's still another hour left." Every other one by like a half hour in, I was just like, "How fucking long is this movie gonna be?" Yeah, I mean, I was falling asleep in the last Jedi. I checked my watch in the last Jedi. I remember thinking to myself, "This is the first time I've checked my watch in a Star Wars movie." Yeah, like multiple times. Uh, and this movie was just like a great time. It felt really just happy. And it felt just, like, like it was made by people who actually like love Star Wars. It felt like JJ took what he set up in the first one and made it interesting. Yeah. Like, which is what we, you know, like what Rachel and I had said was that things were set up that in the first one that we liked and, and we wanted to see where it would go. And in the second one, they literally crashed the car off a cliff and in this one, they drove that car back up the cliff, up this annoying metaphor, and drove it down the street, and it got away great. Yeah, and it just was, and I liked Kylo Ren as a character in this. Kylo one. Ren was great, too, for except for time. when things yeah. got embarrassing. Except, except, he was for the, except for the absolute worst scene in the entire movie. Yeah, and a movie and the scene. I we I we know that we're talking about the same scene, but. Yeah. Um, it, it was so embarrassing, and all I kept thinking was, how did this not get edited out of this movie? Right. This is so embarrassing and doesn't make any sense and is just ridiculous. Yeah. But, we'll, all right, we'll get there. But yeah. um, a, as an overall experience, it was just exactly what I wanted out of it. It was more than I thought. Um, all the reviews that are negative about it say it's an overstuffed mess with too much plotting and nothing. I felt like the MacGuffins, the MacGuffins that they were going for, which a MacGuffin is a thing they throw in a movie where everyone has to find the key or the blank or the this or the that. The MacGuffins actually had a point. They're like, this is going to unlock some cool shit. Yeah. Like it isn't just like, you know, in the, you know, get the code breaker, yeah. like from the last movie. And then just a bunch of dumb things happen. Yeah. This was like, we're getting things that are integral to the plot. And it did feel like this was almost two movies where, we kind of saw what J.J. would have done if he had a second movie. I bet half of the things that happened in the first yeah, part of this yeah, movie totally. would have happened a little more naturally yeah. and slowly. The, the tonal shift in this movie. Cause like When this movie started, I was like, I don't see why this is going to need to be two and a half hours long. And then by the middle, when it just like switched into just being like the fucking epic conclusion to a saga that never was like this movie felt like you know at the like the last harry potter movie the battle of hogwarts where you're Mm -hmm. like this is a fucking epic conclusion to what's been like a 14 hour long saga this i was sitting there like this is like an epic conclusion to a saga that i wish happened and instead absolutely despise and i've spent the last four years just like miserable and just like actively angry about this movie made me feel and helped my anxiety with these new star wars movies significantly in the sense that I just felt wronged after the last one and this felt like they righted yeah. the things that were bothering me so terribly. And it's amazing that even with the critical response to The Last Jedi, that they still allowed J.J. to pretty much be like, I'm going to put this sternly against that movie in, in ways uh, so that they don't really match up all that well, but yeah. in service of taking things where they're supposed to go. Right. And I can imagine he probably came to Kathleen Kennedy and was like, I know how to make this work again. You right. just need to like put the three characters that nobody cares about together. 
Because right. Like, Last <laughs> Jedi, yeah. the way that you become, yeah. uh, the way that you care about a character in a movie is not by isolation. Typically, it's their interactions with the other characters in the film. Yeah. And what made the originals so strong was watching Han the trio Solo of characters, fucking, yeah. and and they just wouldn't let them all be in the same room until this movie. And it made me wish, as I was watching it, man, I wish I had more of this shit in the last movie so that I would care even more. Because, like, halfway through this movie, I was like, okay, now I care. Now where are right. we going to go? I mean, Whereas, I wish the... I started this movie with, like, whoa, what's going to happen? Like, I, I know. you know, like, I want to care. Like, I, I, it's sad that I walked into it being like, fuck this. Dude. And walked out being like, fuck yeah. That fucking <laughs> scene at the end. And Babu Frick. When, whatever. Can we talk about spoilers yet? No. All right. What? So <laughs> there's a scene at the end that's very, like, epic and heartwarming and i was like about to shed a tear and i was sitting I there real human emotion i was sitting sure. there being like there are kids out there i was talking about this a few weeks ago but I was like, there are kids out there who like they're the age that i was like right before the prequel trilogy came out that these were the first star wars movies they've seen so they're the ones they care about the most and this got to be the conclusion they saw <laughs> like that's fucking epic yeah 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 that's awesome good for them i mean it's just again this is going to be the least successful star wars movie Next week, the returns for this movie are going to drop 60 or more percent. Guaranteed. S- Star Wars as a company and Disney is going to lose hundreds of millions of dollars. This is all prediction, but I know that this is going to happen on this movie because the reviews were so poor. And the cinema score. So confusing. Here's another thing. Yo, the score. The cinema score. This is people sick. walking out of the theater and rating it is the lowest of any new Star Wars movie. Wait, what? This movie rated by audiences is the lowest rated Star Wars movie. And we're going to talk about why. That's literally unbelievable to me. We're going to talk about why. Because what is so fascinating about this movie, and I could not stop thinking about this, is that the last movie I absolutely hated and all the critics loved and is the complete inverse this time. Where there's a whole group of people. It's like, it's like, dude, it's like politics, Star Wars yeah. at this point. Where half the people, I think, are just going to be mad. Yeah. And because half the people liked The Last Jedi, loved The Last Jedi, which is hard to believe, but it is true... They're not going to like this movie because this movie, I don't know why. like Rogue One, how half people loved it and half people hated it. And if you hated it, then you usually liked there The Last are people Jedi. Yeah, because Last Jedi and Rogue One came want... out right next to each other. And I remember everyone being like, oh, I love The Last Jedi, but I hate Rogue One. Yeah. And I was like, you're that kind of person. Yeah, you're the there opposite. are people who aren't comfortable with like a significant tonal shift than what's been set up for the entire series heretofore. Like, Rogue One we feels like a totally this... different movie than any of the previous We've ones. We've talked about in this podcast a lot about tonal shifts, and that's one of the riskiest things you can do. And sometimes it, it works, and sometimes it right. doesn't. But Last Jedi was such a I shift. I feel the second half of this movie was a huge success in the tonal shift it made. Um, all right, so we all love this movie, yeah. and that is just very magical. I can't wait to watch yeah. it again. I can't wait to own it. I can't wait to watch yeah. it again. It was an awesome adventure where I loved the characters, and I loved even Finn, who I absolutely yeah. hated. The, dro- the droids so were hilarious. Droids were amazing. The new dra- droid, Dio, yeah, who was, if, if C-3PO is, is an anxiety-ridden British person... Dio is an abused dog or like yeah. a rescue it's a animal rescue dog. where yeah. it's just like oh, but it speaks in full English which I wasn't ex- expecting yeah. from the trailers which I love because it's line of just no thank you is like something so British like something so like brilliant about that and like it was like it had like a safe space and it was yeah. it was almost like a reflection of of like over triggered like I don't know if that what they were fully trying to get I feel like somebody had a funny idea of like what if this droid was 
you know, fill in the blank and, and whatever that person was thinking should be commended because it was hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. he was basically a hair dryer that had, like, P- PTSD. Yeah. I really liked the, <laughs> I really liked the relationship between Poe and Finn in this movie, too. I thought they were going to kiss at the end of the movie. Yeah. I liked that they... I thought they were going to make out. I thought they just had a much better um, rapport with each other and they actually, like we're vibing off each other we're kind of funny yeah i bought their relationship in this one um Mm -hmm. two things that i feel like would have probably been better in this movie if not for what i assume is egregious editing of (laughs) their scenes were the two new characters the bounty hunter who poe dameron has a little relationship with and a history with and Jana, who um is kind of she's like living on the planet where the death star is essentially crashed near endor and I felt like some scenes were for sure missing there. Like there were jumps in their relationships with other characters where they all of a sudden, uh, remember we looked at each other, Rachel, and we were like, wait, what? When her, her and Finn, like, were all kind of cuddled up to yeah, each other for yeah. a second. Like, <laughs> it just seemed like, um, I, and this was news that came out a couple weeks ago. They cut a full half an hour off this movie. Yeah, I believe that. Within a couple months of release. And I feel like a lot this of... This going to be three hours long. Yes, it's going to be the longest one ever. And I cannot wait to see those scenes, because yeah. I'll take any of this I hope they put get. out, like, I don't have to watch them in the scenes, I hope they just do a full cut of that it. That would be amazing, yeah, that would be, that would be the first, like, real Star Wars director's cut of any kind. Yeah. And and um, I thought they could have used a little more time with those characters, they didn't really do too much yeah. that was that I don't think, consequential. Yeah, the movie would have been the same without them. Yeah. Um, and there were elements, this is another, and we've had a bunch of these on the Movie Blues podcast, where there's movies where... I know that there are elements of it that were not perfect, but I overrode them because the spirit and the heart of yeah. what was being yeah, yeah, shown totally. to me was more powerful than the technics. And the whereas Last Jedi, I'm like bitching about, oh well, that couldn't happen in Star Wars, and this couldn't happen in yeah. space. This one, I didn't care. this one, maybe there was stuff like that. Yeah. And people who hate this movie are going to spend the next six months doing everything they can to dream up the logical inconsistencies and plot holes in it. And I want to say one thing, and that's that it's okay to have movies where not everything is explained. And where things can just be kind of mysterious. And a lot of stuff that had to do with the Sith in this movie was more than they've ever shown in any of the movies about the Sith. But at the same time... Yeah, totally. At the same time, left a lot of questions. It didn't explain every second of what you were seeing. I know. I'd love Um, to see a mini-series or just, like, a series about, like, life on that base planet. (laughs) Like Hellraiser planet. Yeah, yeah. And wait, I want to say that... I don't know if you got this as well, but from having just watched all the prequels through this seeing the threads that start in the prequels that are actually like brought together in this one mm-hmm. was pretty fucking interesting mm-hmm. like i i felt they, jj they capped it gave, all off man. like right very early on there's a, a quote that palpatine says that he says in fucking revenge of the sith and i was like damn that's a fucking clear like Whereas in Last Jedi and Force Awakens, even I felt all, especially Force Awakens, actually I felt all the callbacks to the original trilogy were very like yoga hosersy, where they're like, "Hey, remember that thing? Remember it's Star yeah. Wars? Like, like, look, we did the Star especially Wars." Especially in Force Awakens, yeah, I felt that's like what I'm they were like literally like, uh, it was like walking through some. Oh my god! <laughs> Fire! <laughs> Guys, we're all burning alive. Um, um, what are we talking about? <laughs> Um, them making, like, Star Wars jokes. like Gordon Yeah, Star about jokes. the self-referential jokes in Force Awakens. Um, Being like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Star Wars, right? Yeah, I mean, it was a little more forced in that movie. It was yeah. like walking through somebody's, like, toy basement and being like, oh, the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. 
And they're like, yeah, that's cool. It's been yeah. sitting there for two years. Where this one was dropping like little references to the prequel trilogy, where I was like, all right, you know, if I hadn't just rewatched these, I wouldn't have picked up on that. And just like seeing, I was like, four days ago, I was watching him be like Senator Palpatine and then Chancellor Palpatine. And like now watching this, I'm like, all right, I see this whole arc. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, they pretty much did everything that I thought they were going to do. And that made me feel real good. Should yeah. we talk about spoilers now? Okay. Let's put the spoiler alert alarm on, and we're gonna That's what talk about was. this actual. Yeah, that was the spoiler alert alarm. <laughs> um, uh, we're gonna talk about uh, kind of breaking down some of the elements in this movie that I didn't see coming and thought were cool and embarrassing at times. Um, I knew that I was going to love this movie when in the first ten minutes. Um, Kyle Ren uh, flies. Carl <laughs> Ren, my man Kyle, aka Carl Ren, flies to like um, this cool new Sith planet zone that's in some kind of hazy fog in space, and is like this like hell dungeon environment. And he walks by a container that has. I just like almost threw up. He walks. <laughs> he walks by a container that has Snoke yeah, inside yeah, of it yeah. with yeah. other Snoke. Yeah, a bunch of them. And I was like, yo, JJ, like, <laughs> my dude. Like, that's a, that to me is like one of the elements of this movie that was just so genius, which is like, right, he turned right it after on Palpatine his head. was like, I made Snoke. Yeah, I mean, he literally made it. Yeah. And, and like, they explain that without exposition. Yeah. They explain that without an info dump, which are things people are accusing this movie of left and right. And I, they were just like, compared to the last. They're just like, Here's how inconsequential Snoke is. He's literally in a container right. filled with other Snokes yeah. just rotting in a jar. Right. And it was, that just, was and, and it was badass. and it was a one second moment at most. Like And they didn't point to it. Right. Blink and you would have missed it because yeah. they did not mention it at all after that. That yeah. was just all you got. Yeah. And I was Hell like, yeah. finally we're I, back to like there being mystery. I, I, I heard you go, oh what? And I was like, Oh, I said it like that. I was like, Oh, what? <laughs> like the theater was silent. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, what? <laughs> There like, actually I was a few so times in this movie that I like said something really loud, yeah, like yeah. and forgot I was like in the movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was like uh, a great start, and I one of my favorite things about Star Wars, which hasn't been done like ever, literally ever, is just like exploring cool Sith stuff, stuff that in the expanded universe was like a huge part of it about like Sith lore and where yeah. it all came from and the ancient civilizations that created it. And I always thought that was the most interesting element. I didn't think that like oh what do we need three movies explaining explaining what happened to Anakin? Like, I guess, but, like, there are stories that can be told that are more mysterious and interesting and less yeah. literal. Yeah. And this movie had those mystery elements that, A, J.J. Abrams does in all of his shit and makes it cool. And in this, it was fucking cool. Um, and I don't know. I don't love the way that the Emperor really looked, per se, but I do like the I performance. Did. Yeah, I was fine with it. I thought it looked I really couldn't good. really tell, like, the phasing of his face. It was, like, changing all the time and was weird. And I thought they did a good job, given that, like, at this this point, that, that role has been played in three completely separate decades. So what is the assumption about his survival from the Death Star? That he was just, like, kept alive by his followers, kind of? I mean, I, my, my assumption is that it has a lot to do with everything they're talking about in Revenge of the Sith with all the ancient Sith lore about being able to bring someone back from the dead. Yeah, well, that which, definitely was in it. But, I mean, like... That's what Kyle did. But also, did they made a whole big deal in Revenge of the Sith about including the Emperor made the whole big deal about how he doesn't know how to do that. And he basically... Oh, yeah, that was our big fucking complaint about Revenge of the Sith is that he's like... 
He's like, come on, Anakin, I'll teach you how to keep Padme alive. And Anakin's like, no, no. And then it cuts to the big scene with Mace Window, Windu, and he ha- Anakin has the opportunity to kill him, and he's like, he's like, all right, well, actually, I don't really know how to do it, but we can figure it out together. Hmm. And Anakin doesn't just kill him right in that moment. He's like, all right, sounds good. <laughs> Even though I just killed my like one of my Jedi Masters because you had we'll already told it. me that that you got it down, Pat. Um, I digress. What happened in this movie? What were we talking about? Um, the Emperor Palpatine all stuff. The Emperor Palpatine stuff, which now that we know um, that Rey is Palpatine's granddaughter, that's the one element of this movie that I'm not going to say that it didn't land. What I will say about it is I don't feel as if it was planned that way. I from think, the first movie? Yeah, from the first movie. Because J.J. has said multiple times that he the idea of the Emperor being in this one, that's a newer idea. That um, is not something that was ever thought about. I think what we which saw Which means here, someone in the room was like, well, what if he's his, her grandfather? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So they wouldn't... I mean, look, or maybe it was written originally, this is Palpatine's granddaughter... And she'll end up having to face off against Ben Solo's or uh, Han Solo's son, yeah. which like maybe that was thought of, and maybe the Emperor was added later. But it seems to reason that it was probably the other way around. That they were like, "Oh, we're gonna put the Emperor in this one, so there, there's your easy answer. Finally, yeah. you can just make it." And I felt like the explanation of that with the parents and with that uh, Jedi or a Sith who was like hunting that was a little convoluted. Like the explanation of her lineage was tenuous at best for multiple reasons especially because we don't know that Palpatine had a family right it is never mentioned he had a daughter or a son that's the only reason that I feel it didn't land because I felt I bought all of it felt retroactive I I bought all of it except for the fact that I was raking my brain to try to find any reason to figure out who that means his kids were Um, we like to do a thing on the pod usually where we try to talk about how you'd make things better and like for me maybe a way around this could have been that she was a clone made out of Vader's DNA or the Emperor's DNA and that she somehow escaped the cloning operation from this planet. Maybe that's why she's been having visions and blah, blah, blah. That would tie her to it. That would That would make her parentless and you not have to think about, well, what were her parents like? Because yeah. even after the explanation of this movie, it was like, well, were they junk traders or not? Like, sort of not really. Yes, no, yes, no. It, to me, it was like a little muddy, um, I you know it didn't bother me all that much, but it was like yeah I don't know okay she's Palpatine's granddaughter yeah. moving on like let's but as you said though it's it was one I looked at it as one of those details that was like it's okay to not fully be explained or if you just don't think about it too hard it's it looks pretty it sounds pretty and I felt it was it worth does it but it also for, it doesn't uh, exactly sound pretty because I, again we never have mentioned that he had a family and if there was any inclination of that any hint of that at all. Throughout any of the series, okay. But the thing is, they're asking two things of you. They're asking that you believe that he is his granddaughter. They're then also asking that you believe that he had a daughter, that he had a family, a and son, then that think, person yeah. had a daughter. Oh, yeah, they said the Emperor's son. Where's that fucking movie? Yeah. yeah. Um, in the category of I where's mean, that fucking it's probably movie. Coming. In that category of where's that fucking movie, what was going on between Billy D. Williams and his granddaughter at the end of that movie? Because right. I don't know if a scene was missing, linking them together, Who? but um, Lando and Jana have this moment at the end where they were like, oh, we got to figure out where you're from. And I was like, I, I thought that was just setting up for a potential new adventure. No, but this is the last Star Wars movie, ostensibly. They have said this is it. Oh, they're not making side ones either? No, side ones for sure, and those will go straight to Disney, Disney Plus' shows, but they're done with the theater market for now and 
surely the the response to this movie will make that 100% factual. Well, then maybe they were just trying to show us, like, even though you won't see further adventures, like, you know, some of the people are going to go know what on it was. I'm adventures. sure there's some comic book or something they're trying to sell you, but it just felt like, dude, this is the last five minutes of Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. You have a new character talking to Billy D. Williams being like, uh, here's this plot thread that did not exist up, up until now other than the fact that we're both black. Yeah, in so general, are, we're the only two black people so we're related? In general, like, what was that? Lando's presence in this movie felt okay. very, um, like, not, not... <laughs> this isn't a long tradition of movie blues movies that they bring some old bloated actor <laughs> back in and they look like, like, literally they're made of, like, plaster and, like, and, like, wax... And they bring these people in, which I wish we were still doing season one when the new Terminator movie came out, because that movie was like an entire waxwork show. <laughs> um, like Linda Hamilton was like, it was like a waxwork vaudeville show, essentially. Um, this movie had a tremendous amount of that. Luke Skywalker looked utterly ridiculous in this movie. I don't know. And it wasn't because he was a ghost. It was because his wig was so fucking weird and he looked fat and he looked like drunk and like not like he wanted to be there. <laughs> Han Solo looked like a bag of potatoes left out in the sun for a weekend. He was having trouble standing. He looked like he was mid-stroke. And they were like, Harrison, are you okay? Should we take you to the hospital? And he was like, He looked like stereotypical, like, Harrison Ford is known to just be like a stone dude. Perpetually, he looked like just Harrison Ford showed up stone to collect his paycheck. What has happened between Force Awakens and now, though? (laughs) And the fact that they put him in his garb from Force Awakens, from his death scene... Like, what he was wearing when right. we last saw him made it all the more obvious that the man is not aging well. Like, he's had a bad two years yeah. or something. Just like, to be clear, that's the scene we were talking about, about when the movie went off the rails, right? Yeah. Yes. It's okay. the When that began, the succession of scenes was, like, um, uh, Lando, which was uncomfortable. He was, like, your friend's creepy grandpa wandered into the movie drunk off the street. It was <laughs> really weird. I don't think he, like, really knew he was even there, honestly. It also the felt, like, very racially, like, non-current, like, cinematically, like, you know, like, the old, like, the spiritual Negro or whatever. Like, he shows up. He's not in the movie. You are wandering down the worst path right now. <laughs> he wasn't in the movie. I can, I can really ride with it, honestly. He wasn't in the movie for two hours, shows up out of nowhere to give some sage-like advice, and then just, like, fades back into the movie just to like reappear for one second at the end did he give sage-like advice or was he like yeah they're over there and then they went over there yeah but the music felt very sage-like like it was a very important moment um yeah you okay. were explaining the scenes leading up to okay yeah i mean it was like thank you for keeping me on track yeah you're trying to get this like done with. no i want you to explain it because you're, um, you're t- telling opinions about something you haven't explained yet wow <laughs> You know, leave it in the comments section. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Any, okay. anyone. Lando shows up and embarrasses himself by being old, bloated, and disgusting. <laughs> then Han Solo shows up and completely embarrasses himself. I mean, like, I, the embarrassment was shaking through me like a shockwave. Like, he looked horrible. You they didn't make him a ghost. I was laughing also, and sighing. Also, I was doing after, that combo. After, after it was the same situation with Leia, which is super weird seeing Carrie Fisher on screen. I think that they did the Leia thing well. Now, keep in mind that she was dead before this movie was ever filmed. Right. Nothing she did in this movie um, 
was filmed, filmed for, for this, this movie. movie. <laughs> but I will say that it was, I thought it was tastefully done. I didn't see the seams or the, or the strings to that puppet. Um, there was only one scene where I did, and I felt it I was, barely it was, did. It was a tasteful I barely time did. to do it. And they taste, finally let her have a tasteful death, which I felt like was like a live death in the movie of an actress. Like felt like she had died like that day or something. Because like all of a sudden in the movie... Because she's not really a character. She's a non-character, sort of, and for the most part. Right. But when she dies, all of a sudden, like, everyone in the movie's mourning it. And yeah. I was like, oh, this just got dark Dude, she, and she, weird. She, and the reaction to it was devastating. I cried. And then, oh, yeah. Chewie was like, no! He <laughs> <laughs> was like, dude, I was laughing during that. I was crying. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like laugh crying. Like, I felt really bad, but the noises he was making were so tortured. <laughs> I was like, he was like, at the end, he was like, <laughs> he was like, he was like, so morbidly upset. There was no upset. point where Chewie sounded like Scooby-Doo. Oh no, dude, he made the weirdest noises. Uh, I wish the movie was out so I could have it that like, ready, yeah. like playing back, but I, uh, his, his, noises were were used, his noises were used as punchlines hilariously in this movie. Um, yep. Uh, yeah, he was very good in this movie as well. Um, the next embarrassing scene to follow, so now we have... Han Solo and well, really, it started like Leia embarrassment transition into Han Dude, Solo wait, embarrassment. Wait, before you move on, though, that Han Solo scene was so bad for so many different reasons. Not and the least Adam, of which Adam Driver was awful is, in it too. Dude, the way but he looks good in it that uh, he throws his lightsaber into the ocean, or is it Ray who throws? Either no. way, someone throws the. He did. Yeah, he does, and it's like. Dude, it's it's like it's like a teenage soap opera the way it's shot. It's just like it's so just like angsty and just like it got a little much. It got a little melodramatic in this part, and it got super embarrassing. And then they really capped it off with the Luke ghost, which was like the next embarrassing <laughs> section. And this was in succession. Right. They didn't give us right. anything. They were like, okay, they were like, we gotta the, throw something in for the OGs. They're like, this movie's been going really great so far. Like, let's pack a bunch of fan service <laughs> into twenty minutes of it and literally derail everything. I mean, like, when the yeah. Han Solo thing happened, I I felt like I was crashing from Dude, the biggest and then, time. And then Luke br- bringing like, I got something for you. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be something sick. And it's oh Leia's wait, lightsaber. Wait, there couldn't wait. be an item I care but about less in what, the Star Wars universe what than is Leia's fucking lightsaber. What is important about that and the most embarrassing part about that is that that was a huge F you to Ryan Johnson. Huge. And that was one of maybe three or four things in that movie where they were like, seriously, fuck The Last Jedi. And this one was so embarrassing that I almost couldn't... I was like, oh, God, really? You left... Like, why do we Why do we do that? Because, like, we all know one of the most controversial things about The Last Jedi is from the get-go, Luke takes the lightsaber, throws it off the cliff behind him. Right. And that is the most metaphorical... Never has a director put into a disastrous movie a metaphor for his for own what, movie yeah. um, and the mistakes of it in a moment better than Luke Skywalker, <laughs> who has left a map for the Jedi to find him, yeah. the plot of the entire first movie... Then doesn't give a shit when someone shows up to see him and throws an ancient Jedi weapon, which, by the way, he's living on the island to protect the Jedi tech. So everything right. Jedi is pretty important to him. Throws it off his head over a cliff. Yeah. In this movie, to make a point. In this movie, as a ghost, he comes in. I swear to God, this is as close to the dialogue as I can get. He was like, "This is a Jedi's weapon. This is important, dude." <laughs> he's like, "You don't just fucking right. toss this right. thing." Oh, you're talking about oh, when, yeah. when, Ray, when Ray goes to do the same thing and the ghost of Luke catches yeah. it. And he was, like, he was like, don't do that. And and that was so obviously them being like, fuck the last movie. Yeah. Like, that was one of a few moments. Well, no, they addressed it by her being like, what the fuck? I thought, like, fuck the Jedi. My and he, favorite. And he uh, just goes, he goes, yeah, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. And I was yeah. like, I was, I was like, like, 
Everyone laughed. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you did. I was like, like hell yeah, you did. Yeah. There were like open admissions to the last movie being poor. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah. Which did it, did which the last work? movie did to Force Awakens, but by its plotting, this movie did it directly and referentially, yeah. and that was bizarre. I loved it. I, I loved it, but it was cheap. It's a baller move. I was thinking in my head, like, JJ, you could have done this just by making a good movie. You didn't have to take the extra couple pot shots. Believe me, I'm all about pot shots on Last Jedi, but I'm all about not breaking my immersion into something. And those events wouldn't seem like a joke to those characters. They lived it. Right. Whereas to me, it's a joke because it's a horrible movie. But to clown on that uh, was kind of poor. I will and say, like, though, when it ha- the moment it happened, the hand came out of the fire, and I was like, oh, clearly that's Luke's ghost. And then I was like, hmm, they better fucking address this. And then he was like, I made a mistake. I was like, all right. I was like, cool. I was like, he wrote that, and then so, like he was like, all right, they're going to yell at me about this. Let's and, just like tag, a, and tag, if, tag an explanation. And if it looked like he had not just come off of a bender of like eating <laughs> nothing but shrimp at Long John Silver for six weeks and drinking white wine until his pores became clogged, I think that it would have landed a lot better for me. Um, and... Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know why. He looked like Papa John giving his uh, pizza speech recently, where he's all sweaty and greasy. He's like, I ate 40 pizzas in 30 days. That's like what... My, Mark Hamill did not look well in this movie. Nobody did. I mean, those all the old cast... Lando looked normal when he looked at you, but when he turned to the side, like, 100 years of plastic surgery, like, revealed itself, and he's like... It just looked, like, so waxy. I was like, is this CGI? Like, is this Donald Glover with aged up? Like, I don't understand what I'm, what I'm even looking at. Um... And, and, and another, okay, massive complaint people had about this movie was the fan service. And those scenes were kind of embarrassing, but I want to say that this movie was filled with fan service that I loved. Yeah, me too. Like, when they showed an Ewok, I was like, fuck yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Fuck yeah, Ewok. Uh, I, I, when they I, I, showed I could have done without that movie. When they showed the Star Destroyer falling behind Cloud oh, City, I was right. like, yo, yo, cool. I What was so hard for me not... You could have done without the Ewok, dude, though. I mean, th- I thought it was pretty great. Throughout the movie, I was sitting there trying not to, like, vocally express excitement about things because we had a moratorium on giving, op- giving opinions. And that moment where they first enter the Star Star Destroyer, like, fleet, that massive fleet where you see, like, a million Star, de- uh, star Destroyers on screen, I just, pit, like, flashed back to the beginning in the OG trilogy in the opening shot where it's just... You see the full scope of the length of a Star Destroyer. And then to that scale, seeing that many of them on that scene, I went six to midnight, dude. I was like, fuck yeah. I thought uh, the weakest element in the movie was kind of that last space battle, as it were. Um, The scenes with Finn riding a space horse. (laughs) When do I get to talk about my theories? And can I talk about Finn now, please? Okay, all right. We'll talk about Finn in one second. But yeah, I mean, he had this plot line towards the end where it was like he's got to lead the charge with Janna and I just felt like that kind of like whisked away into nothing I felt like they and, were and, trying and to battle like, where you have super okay that he started as a stormtrooper by revealing that there's the, all this no, whole no that was good yeah. no that was good they finally did something with him being yeah. a stormtrooper yeah, they, they were, were like that yeah. before. okay we're gonna lead into which after they rag on it throughout the first half of the movie which um, is awesome first we're gonna introduce what the mystery that was set up here was which the mystery was that as they're about to die earlier no, in the movie. I, I want to say it. The main three heroes um, are basically about to be destroyed and Finn says, um, like, he, he's going to say something pivotal to Ray, something huge. Well, yeah, they're sinking in quicksands and um, he says, Ray, I have something I've always wanted to tell you and then they drop through the quicksand. And you never find out and what that yeah. was. The whole rest of the movie, yeah. there are jokes between him and Poe. Poe was saying, yeah, what is it you wanted to tell Ray? I'll tell you later, I'll tell yeah, you later. It's, it's not the, the right time. MacGuffin. And then, when he was with Janna, 
and he there were he was in the first he when he was in um his uh ship or whatever and they were like he was like there's the control over there and she's like but how do you know and he's like i f- i feel it and then i was like he has a little bit of the force and he was going to tell ray he's got that, the shine. that that's that was the thing he's going to tell ray is that he thinks he has the force and he always has and that's why he quit the stormtroopers I thought he was going to tell And they, they set this whole thing up, and then they never did anything I mean, it. that would be validated by towards the end, where he talks about how he just got this feeling. Yeah, he, how he, they there was another it comment. the rest of the series. Right, where he that said, would, that, 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 that holds He also has picked then, up a lightsaber multiple times. He picked up a lightsaber in yeah, Force and, Awakens right. and fought Kyle for quite some time. Kyle. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and, yeah, totally. And almost defeated Kyle. Yeah. Um, I mean, I. But regardless of if that is a correct theory or not, it's just very weird that they didn't ever mention what the thing is he wanted to yeah. tell Ray in the quicksand, right? Yeah. No, they never did. I was thinking. thinking it, I was thinking it was going to be like it was going to be like I was the one who like killed your parents. I thought he was going to be like I'm gay, and then Poe was going to be like fucking me too. <laughs> right. Um. Did they just forget? No, they clearly they didn't forget because they addressed it they with Poe asking it up. 17 different times. Yeah, they the movie it up. Yeah, Poe kept saying, what was the thing? And he says, it's not, I'll tell you later. Yeah, but sometimes, then, like, sometimes what? life's a mystery. Um, Is that being set up for something, some TV show? No, right? I don't know. It's just very bizarre that they JJ forget knows. to finish that plot line. It's really weird that they did that, but I think it was that he had an inclination towards the Force. Yeah. Which, you know, would make sense. Yeah. Um, so, also, that quick and I thought, was super cool. I said to Dan that I thought that it was going to end with him doing something with the Force, but he didn't. Yeah, Rachel thought he was like literally going to save the day, like raise the Death Star with his powers and fly it into space. No, I didn't yeah. think he, would, also, he has to train before he could. How do that. exactly did Han Solo come back? Han Solo has never been shown to like. He was just in his memory. He wasn't a force ghost. He was his memory, I guess. Yeah. Why that's, his what, memory, that's what they said. Why in his memory did his dad age right. 15 years right. and 100 bottles and wear the same And wear the same outfit that he died in, that he was murdered by him in. Kyle, like, really like, Saying a... that he wasn't a force ghost is like, yeah, the movie said he wasn't a force ghost, but for all intents and purposes and everything we've seen throughout nine movies, he came back as a force ghost. Kyle had so many looks in this movie. He had, like, wet and distressed, which <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed. I thought he looked pretty good he in had, this like, movie. He had, like, blown dry in his pajamas at the end of the yes, yes. <laughs> No armor, nothing. Very, very um, blow dry in here with a black turtleneck. One thing that really was so bizarre about this movie, there are things that I think over the next couple of days I'll be racking my brain and thinking of new, like, wait, but what was the deal with this? Which... It's not Overall, a knock against this movie. Really yeah. I mean, um, it doesn't matter in the end. This especially does not matter. But in The Force Awakens, they teed up that Ky- Kylo Ren has a group of followers called the Knights of Ren, who are his bodyguards and yeah. defendants. Yeah. They show them very briefly in The Force Awakens. And when they made Last Jedi, they're not shown at all. J.J. said that they always had really big plans for these Knights of Ren characters. Um, they were in the movie for a minute. And when they're in the movie for a minute, the one of the most meta genius lines in the whole movie was like, look, they're the Knights of Ren. So one character said, another character went, oh, it's two stormtroopers. One stormtrooper was like, those are the Knights of Ren. And the other went, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I think maybe they were commenting on like, you know, a lot of characters in Star Wars are really nothing more than that. Yeah. Nothing more than, oh, cool. Yeah. And in this movie, they were given nothing. And it's weird because in the promo material for this movie, J.J. again was like, yo, I'm bringing the Knights of Ren back and blah, blah, blah. I think it may have been like an elaborate troll where he was like, I did everything for you guys in this movie, but you'll still bitch that yeah. I never did the, the, yeah. the, Knights, the Knights of, Ren. of Ren. So I'll have them show up. 
I'll have one person say cool, and then I'll have them kick the shit out of Kyle at the end of the movie, <laughs> and then that was it. Yeah, and, and, they, and they, they really kicked yeah. the shit out of Kyle briefly. Kyle was doing some cool shit in that fight, even though he was in his PJs. He yeah. was like doing, he had yeah. his like that point where he just like put his lightsaber yeah. behind yeah. his back. Yeah, that was really cool. Like yeah. the dude, he, he did so much better. Yeah, he did so much yeah. better at looking badass. Yeah, and yeah right. He was believable as that character. So much more believable, and Ray was too. The yeah. Force was cool in this movie. Force powers were cool in this movie. Lightning throwing back to the scene with Mace Windu in Episode Three was so fucking sick and then Ray coming with the dual lightsaber to counter it like yeah. it was just like exactly like that the was a really fight. cool anime moment where dude. she was like what did she say dude she had the most badass line yeah, I don't remember she was like I'm the fucking last Jedi bro and then it was like yeah. pajoom yeah yeah no she fucking gets the other saber she, behind oh, her and oh, comes together oh, oh no wait the Emperor was like was like I am all of the Sith yeah she's and like and she's I'm like, all the fucking Jedi, Jedi bitch pajoom yeah. Like Wonder Woman. Yeah, and like, he's like, oh, fucked in that same moment <coughs> that he had. It was the, dude, it was like shot for shot, the same facial expression as the moment where Mace Windows like, no, you're under fucking arrest. And he's like, oh, fuck, like my lightning's not strong enough. Like, Did you hear Mace Windu in this movie? Did I hear him? No. He was one of the voices I heard at one point. Oh, oh, you mean during the whole thing where Yoda showed up as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yoda, yes, I did. I forgot about that. Mace yeah. Windu was in there. Hayden yeah. Christensen yeah. was definitely yeah, in there. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, Qui Gon was there. Qui Gon was there. Yeah, I don't remember hearing Qui. I heard Liam Neeson. They had all the voice, and they, you know what? They picked up on the mystery from Force Awakens, where she's in Maz Kanata's thing. Oh, remind me, we have to talk about her. But um, where she, he, she's in Maz Kanata's basement and has a vision where they're like, "Ray, this is your first steps," and blah blah blah. And, and I was like, "Ooh, that was kind of cool. What is that going to lead to?" And they followed up on that and followed up on that vision in this movie. And she had another vision, and uh, it was. It was good. They like all the force stuff, all the mystical stuff. It all landed for me. It was all like very magical and force like. Very yeah. surprised that can I say it that her and Kylo Ren kissed. Oh my god. Oh, I love that. And it's you know just, that's a really moment. Shocking. I wasn't surprised at all. I was hoping the whole movie that they would not do it. I was like, <laughs> I enjoyed that. I felt a very cathartic release from them having a smooch. I was yeah. like, okay, good. These characters have both been through a lot and are from different sides of the lane, and they're just like. But like he did a lot. I got a of bad big shit. like. I got a, like a big He's Romeo and Juliet guy. vibe from this movie that the others didn't have. Where it's very much like she's of this world, he's of this world. Mm -hmm. What is their connection? Yeah. And in those movies, they try to tee that up, but it. it after Force Awakens, I didn't see them as like a mirror of each other right. or anything. No, not and at in all. Last yeah. Jedi, they teed that up, but I don't think they had thought about it enough to right. make that work. And in this one, JJ picked that one up and just yeah. was like, yeah. I didn't buy it at all in the last one. In this one yeah, I bought, I bought it. it in this one. When they called each other with the force and spoke to each other with the yeah. force in this one, I and was like. the way like, that shit was shot was tight as yeah. fuck, where like, she's on his ship and she, he's going through the town. Oh, and they did, mm. wait, did they, they multiply lost. a lightsaber They, they fought each other. No, fucking, uh, like. Like he. he yeah, she, she passed it. it to him. But they then he passed it to him. Oh, but she had two on her in the first Right, right, because Luke gave her. I thought that she gave her his plus Leia's. So he, she realized that he was in trouble and she fucking passes one through um, the fucking yeah, whatever the fuck. Man, that was cool. There was lots of cool Force stuff with Kyle and yeah, like her taking her necklace off. Scenes from where, like where they're communicating through their heads, but oh, it's showing scene by scene. Yeah. They yeah, knocked the tree weird. with yeah. all the like red things that fell and they were actually like all, all right who are the motherfuckers too? who didn't like this movie bring them to me this is the movie i've been waiting for for the last people all over years. my facebook have been saying they didn't like dude, it. dude i hope i, I it's I really wish, strange, I wish bad man. things upon them it's really strange it's a strange environment to be living in where people hated that movie and those, those people wanted to hate that movie <sighs> yeah whereas i went into last Jedi like being the... like it can't be worse than force awakens and it and like i went out being like yeah fine but like 
No, I mean, this movie did some bold things. And what I like the most about Star Wars is also that some of these movies try to do something every once in a while. Yeah. And this movie was packed full of, like, just, like, really ballsy, cool decisions that didn't upend the entire fucking Force, which didn't upend the mythos of the Force or anything. Even in Force Awakens, when Rey was, like, learning her powers out of nowhere, I was like... Come on. I like, know. There was no, no that, moment in this movie where I was like... That's what bothers me the most about Force Awakens is the way that the, the different rates at which Kylo Ren versus Rey are yeah. able to wield the Force. This movie, and you know what scene I thought was, just to show more more parallels kind of with Last Jedi, there's the scene in this movie where they show young Luke and Leia. And yeah, yeah. And after Return of the Jedi, and I was like, that felt amazing. Yeah. Because and, and that's looked, the period of time. That, dude, that could have... That, shot could have been so so laughable that period of time it wasn't the best special effects like especially on Leia, it looked kind of weird but that period of time is what was missing from force awakens we didn't get to see any of that right and it was cool that they were like all right here's them training and it was even just that little scene i knew 20 it was pretty se- harrowing in contrast to having just seen mark hamill now seeing yeah. like a cgi luke skywalker and i thought it was a different I'm person like, but like, it didn't oh, look like i'm like wow look at that hero luke skywalker yeah. wonder what happened to him oh yeah i just saw him five minutes ago looking like a smoked cigar yeah he just he just ate a 600 pack from popeyes <laughs> over the past eight years um and uh yeah i think i knew about 10 minutes into this movie that i loved it I was yeah. like, I was like, just the I way that this feels. I was giggling during the opening scene, dude. When yeah. the thing started launching me around, it was the same thing. I had like childlike wonder. I was just giggling. It was just so silly. The first time a blaster went by and the jet went by, I was just like, this is so silly. I love it. <laughs> um, is there anything? Is there anything else anybody wants to talk about with this movie, dude? If they got rid of that, if Han Solo was never in this movie, this movie would be a nine nine point five. That scene was so bad. That scene was so weird. <laughs> Han Solo did not look well. He looked like he was better in the afterlife. Like just no, I like that it convinced. I I felt the emotions from Kylo Ren. I his did. voice though would have been better. Like just the visual yeah, of him standing there fine. was like, oh my god, I didn't know who was gonna be. And like, I'm glad they ran with this arc for him because in the first movie, when they first introduced him, like the first part, like the first chunk of Force Awakens, I was super bought in. He's a badass villain. His mask is awesome. His voice is awesome. And then when they showed it was Adam Driver, I was just like, I didn't, I don't buy that being this villain at all. I finally bought both of his forms in this movie. Yeah. I totally. liked him in the helmet. I liked him as yeah. pajama Kyle. <laughs> like I liked I liked business Kyle. I liked casual Kyle. I liked like nightwear Kyle. I thought he was really good in this movie. Yeah. Me and too. I thought she was fantastic. And it helps that the dialogue wasn't as just horrible as Last Jedi's. Um yeah. Ray was like when you see like a middle school play and everyone's terrible in it and one person's actually really good and trying really hard and you're like good job <laughs> like congrats like you you should maybe great. act I don't know <laughs> yeah. but she also is like I had thoughts about her like she's like so sexless like yeah. she there are no sexual thoughts that enter my mind when I see Ray. she's just like a boy she's like a blank canvas to me like there's no attract I don't find her to be like sexy and cool she's just like like the the girl who, like, did a lot of, like, community service work for her college <laughs> resume in high school. Like, just in an, She looks like a lacrosse girl. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, <laughs> I've been calling her, like, the mouse girl lately. Yeah, you called her the mouse girl earlier. She just looks mousy, and, yeah, I didn't really feel a lot of 
connection to her, but I actually really liked her in this It's one. usually hard for me to get into a long series of films where I don't want to, like, have sex with anybody involved. And in this movie, of thinking of all the characters, I would not want to have sex with any of them. You'd have had sex with Ray if she asked you. Ray. Okay, Ray, Ray maybe. <laughs> Kyle, definitely. Um, Lando, most definitely not. Um... Uh, Leia, hard pass. Leia's daughter, maybe. Yeah, uh, maybe. Winter. Winter. Um, <laughs> uh, Jesus, Chewbacca? I don't know. <laughs> They're all unfuckable, but what was really cool well, in this movie... What are movie, your thoughts on Ray? On how sexy she is? Yeah. It's fine. She's not supposed I, to yeah, be. She's a Jedi. Yeah. They they made a strong female character. That's not You're going to tell me that Liam Neeson's isn't a hot dude. You tell me that Ewan McGregor's is not a hot dude. I mean, I think she's beautiful. Like, I don't no, know. she's not ugly. She's just Ewan, like... Wait, who said Ewan McGregor is not a hot dude? Well, she said, you know, she uh, they're a je- she's a Jedi, so uh, she's not attractive. But, like, I'm very attracted to... No, she just hates Katie religious extremists. I'm very attracted to Plo Koon, the character from uh, The Phantom Menace with the breathing mask and the yeah, squid. Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> the squid solid, ears. Solid pull. <laughs> um, uh, he's a character in the game... Episode one power battles that you'll join me and play on Dreamcast someday soon. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they wrapped it up and it felt really good and really satisfying. And I liked the imagery at the end. And I don't know if you picked up on this particularly, but like one nice emotional beat at the end of that movie was that um, a criticism people have of the first Star Wars movie, The Adventures of the Jedi, um, <laughs> uh, is that they did not give Chewbacca a medal at the medal ceremony. That's like a big thing that yeah. nerds think is so funny. And in the end of this movie, they yeah. gave him the medal. Yeah. And I was like, ah. <laughs> I was like crying. I was like, yeah, he finally gave him his medal. Yeah. And good job to them for also, not killing also, off it's, Chewbacca. Yeah, in that moment where they, I, th- I thought she killed Chewbacca, yeah. I was like, that's a ballsy move if they stuck uh, with that. A leak, really a leak. let us know very quickly. Yeah. yeah. yeah a leak not. came out a couple <laughs> months ago that said that Chewbacca was going to die in it. Uh, and I think that was probably somebody that only knew that first plot point and didn't know more. So I was like, had seen that spoiler and was like, ugh, hoping he's not going to die the whole movie. And then he blew up in that ship. So I really thought he was dead. I was like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. But he was not. Yeah. I don't know how he was not. Because he was on a different ship. Yeah, they were like, oh, he was on a different transport, but pretty sure we watched watched him in an empty desert. I feel like we're we're going to rewatch him. We're going to see that it was shot in a certain way that there's like a bush in the way. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly that's where it was. Yeah, I was pretty confused about that. I was like, it's cool that he's not dead, but literally, how? Yeah. You know, it was like someone like watched the dailies after they filmed that scene and they were like, "Uh uh-uh. No way you're leaving Chewbacca dead at this point. Yeah, I don't know. That was bizarre. Chewbacca's not dying at minute 30 of this movie. Um, I loved all the creatures in this movie. JJ really... Did that new creature was so funny. He leaned into creatures really hard, which, believe it or not, is a huge part of Star Wars, and how you do the creatures and the droids is typically a reflection of how good your movie is in in the Star Wars universe, and all the creatures, all the droids. I can't wait to rewatch the movie and be like, What was was that one's name? The new one? The hilarious one? Babu Frick. Yeah. He was incredible. He was like an infant. Hysterical. He was like a... He was like French, kind of? He was like a dirty, (laughs) drunk French baby. (laughs) He was like a drunk French baby. Yeah. It was great. And who had like a very, very, very small grasp of English and not that like he could He said funny things. Yeah. Yeah. He said hilarious things. Yeah. He Um, was hilarious. And C-3PO was great. R2 kind of got left on the floor for this one. Yeah, that's all right. Which is okay. We've had enough R2. R2 had a nice moment, though, with C-3PO when his memory got restored. Yeah. That was was adorable. Yeah. And the fact they made me care about those characters again after, like, how many fucking movies they've been in. They're the only characters that are in. Yeah, 
Yeah, to the movie. point where when they were like, oh, they're going to erase C-3PO's memory, I was sitting there, like, thinking of the previous fucking seven movies I've watched over the last four days. I was like, that's a lot of shit that happened for them to erase. That's yeah. a lot of history. But boy, was it funny when he did lose his memory. Yeah. And then his first, like, scenes back in it were so funny yeah. and random and well Babu done. Frick, he's my oldest friend. Yeah, he's my <laughs> oldest friend. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that. And, um... I, I, it might be all there is to say about it. Yeah. What does everybody else I, think? I feel good about it. Rich, we're pulling in around the 150 mark right now. Rich thinks this is like an hour situation. but I... <laughs> Yeah. We've already established on the podcast that Rachel feels that we, we would do well to cut it an hour shorter per episode. That's been in several episodes. What do you think about that now, Rich? Would this have been better as one hour? I mean, it was fun to talk for a while, but do you guys we'll think it's weird that we end. do this for fun? <laughs> What's that? Do you guys think it's weird that we do this for fun? No. Weirder than anything else that people have ever done. Yeah. Okay. And this was fun to join you guys. Thanks for having yeah, us. I, I yeah. I don't think this should be the last time. Yeah, you want to do it again? Yeah. Not sure. not every time. Boys gotta yeah. have boy time. Not where every we time. where we yeah. watch movies usually that honestly you guys are yeah. not gonna watch. Yeah, and watch usually we're nude. And usually, yeah, that's typically it. We've never been this far away. I feel like we're at a grand banquet hall right now. Dude, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I feel like there should I can't be... wait until it's just me and you and this huge ass table. I feel like it should be like Hook with like a big feast in front of me and I just want to eat yeah, a turkey like... Yeah, I need some uh, like fake plastic fruit and all sorts of shit going across the table. All right, well, um, we're going to wrap it up for now. Um, stay tuned in, I believe, February. We're going to be getting really into our next season. Um, is that what? Is that what? What's that? Is that when we're doing it? Well, I mean, you said you were kind of busy January. I'm wide open January. So if you want to start in a couple weeks, let's go. All right. February sounds good. But we'll be coming (laughs) back for our season two premiere of Live and Let Dan and maybe that new James Bond movie. I don't know. I know, I know, I saw that trailer. I was, I was like, like, that'd be pretty good. That'd be yeah, pretty, pretty good for the app. But also, it looks terrible. Yeah, also, they're all terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so we'll be returning to movies we oh, absolutely wait. hate soon. Yeah, wait, can I just say that if you go see Star Wars, just the theme of all the trailers is sequels that no one ever asked for. You mean asked for number four, Bad Boys 4. Bad Boys 4 oh, yeah. for life. Okay, I'm a huge fan of Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 3 holds no weight if Martin Lawrence looks the way Martin Lawrence looks currently. He was like, we're not going to be bad boys. We're going to be good men. Yeah, dude. Oh, that was, so <laughs> that was so embarrassing. And then it just drops into fucking Top Gun 2, and I'm like, oh, man. Uh, guys, we got a lot of bad movies coming up, and we got a lot of things to watch and see and do over season two, and uh, we're going to get that started soon enough. But thank you for joining us today, our special women of our lives and our guests. And um, Rachel will be back for her sum up of all 13 Harry Potter movies soon enough, I'm sure. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> um, I want to hear a cat summation of all 13 Harry Potter movies. It would like, be like, like now. okay, <laughs> right now. my summation is okay, pretty okay, great, good, 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 okay, good, 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 good. amazing! <laughs> That's my review of the whole. I was with you for the first four. Okay. Cool. We'll have right. to get that. We'll talk about it next season. All right, people. Night, night. Bye. Skirt. No, baby.